everyone. Welcome back to the Made Involved Podcast, the A Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast focused on the female point of view chapters. Once again, I'm Court. And I'm Mike. And we are back with episode 18. Episode 18. Danny, Danny F- 5? Danny 5. I don't know why I sounded like that. Because you're surprised sure that I five? also said Danny the same time as you. Yeah. <laughs> you were spooked. I was spooked. Anyway. Uh... Yeah, this chapter was interesting. I told you last week that it was going to be Wildfire. No pun intended, actually. I meant Hot Fire because I was trying to be funny. But anyway, it it was a lot, wasn't it? It was. It was a lot it to take in. It was a lot. Um, as always, when revisiting chapters I have not read for a very, very long time, I discover new things. And I think this week, specifically because I had a very specific focus in mind going into it, I surprised myself with some things, and some things I continue to feel just as bad about as I have been feeling about anything that has to do with this kid, because I don't know who's looking out for this kid. Yeah, that really. seems to be the you know the crux of of Daenerys chapters. Yeah, it's you go in, you're thinking one thing, another thing happens. No matter what you're hoping that in the end somebody's looking out. Yeah, I do I mean, think. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And I was just going to say, I think by the end of this, we begin to realize that Daenerys figures out that she should start looking out for Daenerys. I think so. I think yeah. so. I think this is it. I think this is when she's just like, you know what? All right. She's like, cool. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, not to harp too much on that, but yeah, I, I don't know. What were your initial feelings or thoughts, sir? I mean, as always, I am want to be like, or rather, going into Daenerys chapters, I usually end up coming away from them thinking, like, what danger are they going to put this kid in this week? And like, it's always, like, a, a Monster of the Week or Scooby-Doo type thing. Yeah. But then, like, the reality of it is, it's like, oh, no, it's actually a thousand percent worse than Scooby-Doo because these are real horrors that are being put on her and not just, you know, some fisherman in a mask. This is a 30-year-old man or... How old is Viserys? Like 20. Or a 20-year-old man, or George, an 80-year-old man. <laughs> a bunch of old men. Actually, yeah, you know what the Scooby-Doo thing, I think, holds up? Except they all inflict different levels of horror on her yeah. that I think are much more damaging to her psyche. Yeah. Um, I agree. All the way. But no. yeah, this, this chapter, I definitely saw the switch. Where, like, you know, we've been alluding a little bit to it, and I'd say we, but I mean me really been alluding to like this new Daenerys, this new Daenerys, Danny 2.0 or whatever. Uh-huh. And I think this is the first time that we see it in, in, in full effect because I think now she ends up making a decision for herself that kind of sets in stone the rest of the stuff that she's going to do from this point forward. Yeah. And, and, you know, she makes a conscious decision as opposed to having a decision made for her for what it is that she's going to do. And she, you know, at this point, you know, I don't know what the next chapter holds, but she's sticking to it (laughs) from the point that she decides I'm going to be different. She has no choice. And she has no choice because that's, you know, once again, another survival mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we're being very vague right now, but it all makes sense. I know. It's it's always weird to be like, hey, I'm going to speak in vagaries about this thing that doesn't happen all the way until the end of the, the damn chapter. Yeah. But I think. The thing is, there's this through line throughout the entire chapter of who Daenerys is versus who Daenerys wants to be, and her presenting as one way to the people in front of her, 
versus how she really thinks and feels mm-hmm. in what she would like to say. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of the women's chapters. <laughs> like the women and yeah. girls really yeah. like, here's all this stuff that's happening. Like we dealt with that with Sansa last week. It's like, I really just want to talk to you about this thing, but I don't think I'm allowed to. Arya's like, I want to just do cool stuff that I think is cool, but you don't think I should. Kat's kind of at the point where she's like, <laughs> Well, see, that's interesting. What? Because you, you you bring up a really good point, and I'm sorry if you want to finish, you can. I'm sorry, I just got no, so it's okay. excited. Um, Danny is exactly in the middle of that right now, right? You have Arya and Sansa who are like I like I said, Sansa is a little further in her training than Arya would be. Mm-hmm. So Arya's not yet learned how to unlearn things, or not even how to unlearn things. She hasn't learned the things that she will eventually have to when she gets to Cat's age have to unlearn. This is the first time that Cat has been kind of her own boss for a very, very long time. Yeah. So that's why Kat is like, oh, actually, this is what Kat likes to do. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. With Arya, she's just like, this is what Arya likes to do, and I'm cool with that. With Sansa, she's just like, oh, I want to do what I, I used to be able to kind of do that, but now I'm being kind of taught that I can't do those things. So, yeah, okay, I'm going to fall in line. Whereas Danny has been falling in line for a little bit longer than Sansa. Mm-hmm. But she, unlike somebody like Kat, who... Like, Kat's life went according to plan. Danny's life is not going according to the, what they planned her, for her to do. So yeah. she's... Her, her story's very front-loaded with a lot of atrocity. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure after this point, she's going to have... She's going to start going on a journey like Kat is because she's going to have less and less people kind of dictating what it is that her life should be. Yeah. And she's going to be the one to be able to write that for herself. Yeah, so. I think that that's in full effect through throughout this chapter. And, and slowly the... Things that are in her way are, are, are being peeled back yep. to be revealed that, like, hey, actually, they're not as much of an issue as she originally thought. Um, oh, because they're non-existent. Because they're non-existent. <laughs> so anyway, this yeah. this chapter, like, I think a lot of these chapters opens up um, not quite with world building, mm-hmm. not quite with just, hey, let me tell you what characters and what people are in this place. Yeah. The stage doesn't really need to be set because the cameras are already rolling. We're in motion. We know what's happening now. And it's kind of one of the cool things that I think happens throughout a lot of these chapters. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, a lot of this book is really cool because these people are living their lives and we're coming in into these particular moments, like these vignettes. And then we move and then we go somewhere else. and, and, And this opens up with Daenerys and she's in Vice Dothrock proper. Yep. She is now being presented to the Dash Kaleen. And she's in the midst of this this ceremony uh-huh. for we're presuming her baby. So I had a I had that question. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I mean, the ceremony is most one hundred percent for the baby. It's like a predictive thing. It's like we want to prophesize what exactly this child is gonna be like because just for reference, she has to She's been given an entire horse heart. So a horse has been mm-hmm. slaughtered for her to consume its heart. And if she can consume the entire heart that is a good omen, the baby will be strong and swift and, and most likely a boy. If she somehow like gets sick on it or she can't finish the whole thing, then that's typically a bad sign that mm-hmm. something's going wrong with her pregnancy. Yeah. Um, the question I had, though, I was just like, is, is their visit to Vyas Dothrock, was it predicated on her being prepped because I could have sworn that they were already on track to go to Vyastoth Rock and that she was going to be presented so is this presentation is it only 
is it because she is now the newly wed wife of Khal Drogo and was she always going to go there and then is the ceremony something special because she happened to get pregnant along the way or were they taking her there already knowing she was pregnant and that's when you take people to go see the Dosh Colleen? I mean, they're mad presumptive if they thought like, hey, by the time we get to Dosh Colleen, she will have a baby. Um, I'm thinking it's more the the lat or okay. the former. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they were going there because they need to present her. That's a part of the yeah. the special circumstances with which she would be presented to the Dosh Colleen yeah, yeah, yeah. as being a Khaleesi. Okay. Um, we get the extra added bonus of, oh, she's also pregnant. Hold up, we have the baby ceremony today too, and you just do both at the yeah. same time. Because otherwise, she would. I, my counter question to you then is: okay. Had she not been pregnant, then would they have brought her back to have this ceremony for the child? That's a good question. I was thinking the same. Like, do they like every single baby she gets pregnant with? Does she have to go and do? Or the thing? is this just a you do the first one? Or is this just a hey you happen to be coming through here? Here's when you do it. I wish these questions were answered. Yeah, we don't get any. We don't get any of any that. Answers and that, to that. Again, we would have, and we said this last when we were talking about like them not having any Dothraki POVs because yeah. whatever, and how like we've been endeared to other other like cultures mm-hmm. that are given them, and we're just never given any Dothraki point of, point yeah, of view. So we just we don't gotta be know. surprised. And everything we learn is through Danny's eyes, and Danny is new to this this is yeah, not her she's learning culture. all this she's second and third this. hand yeah so like i don't know man i don't know those are good questions though so if anybody knows the yeah. answers to those questions please tell us because we are we don't know yeah, i would really like i would to like know. to know yeah so like she's she's eating this heart right or she's getting ready to 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 chow down right oh yeah and i have a quote for that you do yeah. all right cool yeah. hit me wait did you have something to ask before no, i no, know i would like to hear okay she must not flinch or look afraid. I am the blood of the dragon, she told herself as she took the stallion's heart in both hands, lifted it to her mouth, and plunged her teeth into the tough, stringy flesh. So, yeah, it's funny because she's doing the mantra again, right? Mm-hmm. She has to, to gear herself up for these things. And she kind of talked um, a little bit after this, but I'm just going to bring it up now. She talked a bit about how she had to prepare, like, for over the course of days. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to get, like, Irji Gwindere to kind of help her get used to the idea. Because she knew this was going to happen. She knew mm-hmm. what was expected Like, she wasn't surprised about the fact that she was going to go in for the ceremony. No. They said, hey, here's what you have to do. Yeah, they, they, they'd already clued her into what she was supposed to do. And, you know, so she starts, like, eating certain kinds of foods. Like, um, you know, they were giving her, like, little bits of, like, horse meat just to, like, raw. Yeah. And then giving her, like, blood and stuff like that to eat. And she said that she had, like, started herself so that mm-hmm. she didn't um, she wanted to come she was, in so, so she wanted she to be super hungry and yeah. she was just like if i'm so hungry maybe my body will just eat it because mm-hmm. it's food and sustenance um but it's just interesting here because she's she's doing the thing where she has to think about her proximity to the dragon right mm-hmm. and like what do dragons do dragons devour dragons take so it's that the, the visual i'm the vision i'm getting is of this little tiny girl just having she probably is like closing her eyes because she has to concentrate on this idea and then it's just like just her face filled with blood because she has to like rip like flesh and and like raw meat yeah and she has to eat it and it's not something appealing to her it's not something she really Mm -hmm. wants to be doing but she's been told that she has to do this thing and the only thing that can kind of get her through it is the idea that she is Blood of the dragon and, and dragons aren't scared of, of eating raw flesh. Dragons aren't scared of anything. No, so I can, I can get through this and yeah. 
again, it's it's very visually stunning in a way. It I is. mean, it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it, and it's it's gross. Like, I mean, it's, it's her telling you know, us how she's going to deal and get through this. Yeah. And I mean, think of you were a child at some point. Yeah. And your parents put in front of you a plate of food. And you're like, I like this and I like this, but I don't like this. Why do I have to eat this? Well, you have to eat it because that's just the rules. You can't leave till you finish. You're just like, all right, cool. And you maybe even had like a little saying or some way that you nothing got there. Like this, or did though, you just dude. were like, you like, the, like this? Did you just throw your stuff onto the floor? I think there. I can think of maybe two instances in which that had to happen to me. So I don't know. But like, okay. this is something completely no, no, different. No, no, I, I, I mean, know. It's, and I'm not 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 to discredit it. And I know you're trying to draw the parallel, yeah, but like, yeah. this is just. This is some. This is like somebody holding a gun to your head and making you do something absolutely terrible that you really don't want to do. And how do you get through that? You have mm. to. She has to make it normal. She has to make it somehow. Yeah. Not crazy. So if it's not crazy, all right, cool. I can't be me because me wouldn't want to do this. But a dragon. a dragon would be down to do this. So let's do that. Yeah. Um. And again it's that it's that invincibility that Viserys is kind of woven into the story of their people right that because you come from this strong and I'm saying it in air quotes and not to say that it that their dynasty wasn't like didn't have a strength to it but like because you come from these people you have to always be on all the time and you always have to be willing to just power through yeah, anything you have no choice but to exude power because yeah. you are power personified yes 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 do this yes. you have no choice yes in fact the fact that you even thought there was a choice haha <laughs> i'm the dragon <laughs> that's it that's all yeah man um i think that there's a little bit more i to this yeah i actually have something else um oh, not yeah. too long after the the chapter opens of up course. that i wanted to read that i think kind of encapsulates this moment right here so i'll read direct quote uh warm blood filled her mouth and ran down over her chin the taste threatened to gag her but she made herself chew and swallow the heart of a stallion would make her son strong and swift and fearless or so the dothraki believed but only if the mother could eat it all if she choked on the blood or wretched up the flesh the omens were less favorable. The child might be stillborn or come forth weak, deformed, or female. And that's a lot to take in. But really, yeah. it's it's a very, I think, very clear and cut quote to what it means in particular in this moment in time. But also, I think what this means for Danny long term. Okay. Um, I'll go with the short term, the right now, because okay. I think that you might have feelings for what it means long term as far as like, oh, I have foreshadowing and, and the but, magic yeah. of it. But like, I think coming out of this, the question that I have for you is, does she really even take to heart any of the things right here? Like even while she's standing here and devouring this heart, does she have any faith that any of this is real? So I had a, a lot of questions about that, I think, throughout the entire chapter, because a mm-hmm. lot of the times they'll say things like, you know, well, the Dothraki think this, or the Dothraki, Dothraki believe this. And I don't know if it is so much a, like, a third-party narrator that's not Daenerys, but it has it's to be Daenerys, Daenerys because it's, it's her <laughs> point of Daenerys, view. It's Daenerys, it's her. 
but also because I mean these again like I said these are things that are being taught to her Mm -hmm. Um, my issue isn't necessarily Daenerys the child that is being taught these things because Daenerys again is being well you know unlearn everything you learned for 13 years now we're going to put a whole new set of beliefs before you and we have to indoctrinate you and we have to get you to believe these things so of course to answer your question, of course she's questioning these things. Like, mm-hmm. is is counter to stuff that she's been taught? Yeah, and but do you think little. she takes any of that to heart? Though? Um, I think she takes. I think again, Daenerys is like a sponge, so she takes in things that Viserys tells her as as truth. Now she's starting to really, really take in things that Drogo tells her as, yeah. as truth. So if they're telling her that this is something that's going to to affect her. And and you also have to understand that now she's pregnant, so she's she's forming an attachment to this baby that's growing mm-hmm. inside her. So she's just like, you know, I mean, I'm not sure, but like it couldn't hurt yeah, for me so to I'm, do this. I'm, I'm going to give, give it a shot. I have yeah. no idea. It's been working for them. I have no idea. The issue that I take with it, though, is not necessarily like if I'm only looking at if if Daenerys were a person, a real life human being, and she wrote this thing down, Wait, then shut I could say she's not. I'm not even playing with you. <laughs> I'm not even playing with you. Dead ass. <laughs> She's not real. Oh man. Oh man. I'll stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm being extra. You're being mad extra. But for real, it's. But it's... no, like, but if 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 that were the case, then yeah, okay, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I will then deconstruct what it is that Daenerys is saying. But I mean, which we are still deconstructing it, and that's my honest belief of. The fact that, okay, she's a little kid. My issue then really comes from the idea that it's just like, it just seems like su- such a voyeuristic look into these people's cultures, the way it's written. It's just like, oh, look at these people. They're weird. They they believe all kinds of crazy mumbo jumbo. And I'm but just like, it, how do we know who's right and who's wrong? The Westerosi we believe in some real crazy weird shit. So I don't know. Like, it's just, it's, it's straight. And, and I, I, I'm assuming that is what you meant. Yes. The cultural depictions yes, that's, of, that's what I of, meant of is... how they are... It's almost infantilizing to keep saying, well, you know, the Dothraki believe this, but instead of saying, well, you know, for them, this custom means this or that, 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 that. And I guess, I mean, I mean, is there any other way to say it? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that there's a better way to write it, though. But this is just, it's very othering. Yeah, I'll admit that. Everything is super different. It is. Like. It is. Are you still on? Are you are you still shocked that Daenerys Targaryen is? No, no, no. I was just thinking of, a, of an analogy for for this, and I was just gonna say it's like, oh, well, we have Coke where I'm from, but they're like, oh, well, we have Shasta, or yeah. like we don't have Dr Pepper, we have Mr Pib, or something and like Mr. that. Mr Pib isn't real soda. It's like Mr Pib isn't real. It's like it's just as real. But okay, cool. it's just as real. It's all carbonated sugar. Yeah. Anyway, um, I had a question for you. I have lots of questions for well, you. Wait, wait, you didn't. I thought answer I the other it. part of my question. I, I also asked about the allusion to the future and like kind of what this means for for Daenerys later. You didn't ask that. You asked me what Daenerys thought about that. So the first thing I thought was just like, all right, how many times has this ceremony like proven wrong? Like how many times and this actually does answer your question because I'm gonna say something that I will give my answer to. So how many times has this ceremony been performed? Mm-hmm. And one outcome came, and it was very favorable. But then the baby or the mother or something turned out to be the antithesis of what it was that they predicted. So, for example, you, you're asking me how how do I feel about the prediction of this? Having read this before, having been down this path very many times yeah. before, we know 
that Daenerys gets a she gets a green check, right? She gets a you pass the test, right? As after this goes, your baby's going to be the best. He's going to be strong. He's going to be this. We know that 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 does not come to pass. Yeah. Now, whether or not you know people can argue whether or not you know there were people that were aware of it and tried to purposely thwart the destiny, all these things, we're really going to heavily get into the the specifics of what I personally believe the prophecy means. But it did not come to fruition the way that the, you know, the ceremony predicted. So how many times has that happened before? And how how certain are they of the outcomes of these things? I bet that they're pretty certain. It has to be one of those things because I know... I know the um, the John the the, I guess the ringleader of the Dash Colleen the the lady with the one eye. Yeah, yeah. They don't give her a name, so I apologize for being like the lady, but she doesn't say what her She's name is. She doesn't know who she is. Um, but I know that there's like an allusion to her like looking at Daenerys and being kind of fearful of her. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's like a is that telling? Is that just straight telling on herself where it's like oh, actually, I kind of know, but I'm not going to say nothing? Or is it just like there's so much power there that the prophecy only goes so far and there's only so much that, you know, they can yeah. actually pull out and, and, and actually predict? Because I believe that there is there is room in Rome for, for prophecy, yeah. specifically here, yeah. specifically with her character, yeah. specifically with her baby, yeah. and, and kind of what that means for, like, the grander narrative of, of you know, A Song of Ice and Fire as a whole. Because, you know... Let's imagine a world where her son was born strong and and regular and normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by normal, I just mean like against the things that we saw that happen. Yeah. Like, you know, Khal Drogo mm-hmm. doesn't die. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for that prophecy? Because it's just weird for me to be like, to answer your other question yeah, is, yeah. I definitely don't believe that this is the only time this ceremony has happened. I'm willing oh, to bet I know that, that this is the yeah. only time that this ceremony has happened this way yeah yeah and, and that's that, what like, i mean like how many, how many times stallions that mount the world come out oh, of this oh so you're okay so that was the, i wasn't even thinking about it like yeah. that i was just thinking about like okay cool a, another khaleesi comes and they get their their prediction yeah and they're like okay cool you're gonna have gonna a that. yeah no and and that's what i'm saying i don't think specifically because of the way the entire community acted when they made that announcement, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just like on a normal ceremony day, when j- there's just a normal, oh, it's going to be a boy, he's going to be awesome. Like, But then it turns out to be a girl because, you know, for some reason, girls and yeah. deformities are equal. You know, that's just what it is. I mean, they are the same. And that's... And that's whack. <laughs> and but, but this is the thing... Uh, I don't know why I'm choking up on my words right here, but uh, it's interesting that the majority of the point of views that we get for Danny, like people giving her advice, mm-hmm. are people that are not Dothraki and they're giving their very, very strong opinions about the Dothraki culture when that holds for the Westerosi culture too. Like girls are, are not nearly as valued as boy babies. That You know what I mean? Like they... they Maybe they wouldn't out loud say it's a deformity, but it's treated as yeah. No one's being like, hey, I'm just excited like for that. You yeah. know what I mean? No. So it's very, very, very interesting. Um, yeah, I actually thought I had 
more questions. Yeah, but mostly, no, no, no. I just, it's funny because like you asked the question before I answered or asked it. So you mm-hmm. answered. So the question I had it to you about was like, you know, what you thought about the idea that for Danny, this turned out to be one of those situations and we already answered it. So. Yeah. So there you go. You know, so, you know, she's still in there. She's still eating um, her heart. And she, and she, I'm saying her heart. She's still eating it. And um, one thing I really did want to touch on, though, because she talks about, and she didn't say it in the quote that was just read, but she starts talking about, like, how she felt, like, just physically mm-hmm. having the weight of the baby on her. Yeah. And I don't know, like, if you felt anything about just reading those small lines. And, again, we are cherry-picking because that's what we do here. That's what we do. It's just little feelings that I jot down in my notebook as I'm reading. And it's just it just – the way that it's being described, I actually appreciated it for once. Like it, it mm-hmm. still hurts my spirit that it, it it's happening to her, but I appreciated the attention to detail in the sense that she says she almost felt like it was an affliction. Like she felt like this was something that like it was very hard to get used to. Yeah, and like I just can imagine that like, not to say that because human bodies are able to get pregnant at fourteen, it doesn't mean that it should, and it also like. I've never been pregnant yet, but I know from what I've heard from several people that I know and just reading things that it can be very uncomfortable, even for grown women, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I can only just imagine what it's like for her. She's in this room full of strangers. Um, I think off mic even, you you made the point that just like, you know, where are, because I wrote in my note, I'm like, oh, cool, Jorah and Viserys aren't here, but like. And I'm saying, oh, cool, just because I feel like sometimes they kind of just are yeah, in the way they when they the need to be. Um, but you are absolutely correct. She has no one of her family, mm-hmm. you know, here. And I'm counting George as her family, which is sad. But, I mean, like, it's just yeah, she, that's has, she has she has those people that are on her side. You know what I mean? And she didn't have anyone there. She's having to do this very, very difficult task, mm-hmm. something that she's not. It's not a normal thing for somebody to eat a whole raw horse heart. Like if you put that, like you said, if you put that in front of you right now, would you be able to do it? Would you want to do it? No, you, you wouldn't. I mean, if you put some sea rocha sauce on it, maybe. I can't with you. I know you can't. I can't with you. So, I'm laughing, but um, no, seriously, like so. I mean, and and just the idea that she's just, I can just see her little tiny body, and she's just not happy. Yeah, and she's, she's not, trying to power through. Yeah. I don't know really where I'm going with this. It's just the idea that I can't imagine that it, it is comfortable to, for her, not even just the mental and emotional part, but literally physically for her to be. She's probably so tired. I don't know how far along in her pregnancy she is. I would imagine she's she's showing enough. So mm-hmm. she, or she's enough to be showing, and it's enough that it's heavy on her body, that she feels the baby. Um, I think the last the last chapter we, we read, she said that she felt the baby kick, so she has to be... I would, she's more than four months, I would say. So, I don't know. Not to say that I'm getting them. You know I get excited about babies in general. Yeah, no. But, like, I just, I also, this is a baby, having a baby, having to do some really wild things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just had to speak on that. I don't know if you felt any of that, too, or if you had anything to add to that. I don't no, know. you but, put it all out there for me. It was, like, where we're, like, Jorah's not there, and that's fine. Yeah. I at least thought Viserys would be there. At her request to have somewhere there, someone there that she can fall back on. And it was mostly just she has her internal dragon self. And I think she also 
kind of has Drogo. Oh, yeah. So you're right. And actually, now that I think about it, it's it's one of those things where, stupid me, I'm not, I'm forgetting the fact that once a girl or a woman is is passed under, for Westerosi terms, put under, you know, the groom's protection, brought under their protection and cloaked and brought into their household, I, I would assume, yeah, okay, fine, Drogo's her family now. Yeah. And this is her tribe. And, and it's kind of what you were saying before, like entirety of the theme, her mm-hmm. trying to really kind of find that place. She's been told her entire life that being Targaryen, being from the type of people that she's from, is that is the most important part of her identity. And she has to really, truly like be loyal to that. But now she's being in a place where it's just very, very important for her to be loyal to her husband's people, her husband's yes. customs. And she's trying. And she's trying. She is trying. She is. And I, I, I cannot be upset with her at all, at all. Like, she's just, she's a kid, and she's just going through her thing. But like you said, Drogo's here. Now, Drogo, who she's been saying for the past three, four chapters, he doesn't really speak to her. He only really comes to her when it's time to make babies or, I mean, basically to have sex because she's already pregnant, so it's not making babies Mm -hmm. anymore. He's just taking his pleasure whenever he wants. And, you know, they don't really have, uh, up until this point, she hasn't really mentioned that they have a strong um, communicative relationship because they speak different languages mm-hmm. and she wasn't really, you know, well-versed in Dothraki. He, he barely knew the common, common tongue. Um, we do know from this chapter that he she does uh, mention that she's been trying to teach him some common and he, he's been kind of, you know, learning things and we'll get into that. But when she's eating the horse heart, she makes it a point to say how, you know, she... Drogo was kind of all up on her, mm-hmm. like kind of, you know, like watching the ceremony and kind of making sure that she kind of finished the task at hand. And I have a quote for it, if yeah. you don't mind. Go ahead. Okay. She looked at him whenever she felt her strength failing, looked at him and chewed and swallowed, chewed and swallowed, chewed and swallowed. Toward the end, Danny thought she glimpsed a fierce pride in his dark almond-shaped eyes, but she could not be sure. The call's face did not often betray the thoughts within. And, you know, it's weird because at first, I'm not going to hold you, was I, I was thinking like, okay, cool. Like she's looking at him and she's not really sure whether or not he's proud of her and she was looking to him for strength. And I'm just like, in my head, the first thought that popped into my mm-hmm. head was, okay, is strength that like I can't look a fool in front of this man. Yes. I can't you know, kind of let him down, nor do I want to. Also, I want to prove to him that I'm just as much capable of doing this as any other Dothraki person or as any other Khaleesi. I have to prove to him. But as the chapter went along, Mm -hmm. I do start to realize that she's, where Viserys is faltering, Drogo's kind of rising in her mind. So is not so much of, of a, okay, it's a spiteful thing. I have to, to make sure that I prove myself. It literally is like she's drawing strength from him because he makes her feel strong. Yeah. And she's she's starting to, specifically now that they can sort of communicate, starting to, um, I mean, she's starting to, I don't want, want to say, I don't know if trust is the right word, but she's starting to, in, he's, He's endearing himself to her. She's she's starting to feel comfortable with him. Yeah, I would definitely call that, that makes trust. Sense. Just comfortability, yeah. yeah. Um, the only reason I don't say trust is because she still doesn't know whether or not, like even in the quote, she's just like, well, you know, I'm not sure if he's actually proud of me or not, but I'm hoping that this will make him. Mm-hmm. So he's, again, it's that is that her search for 
a wizened, like, like guiding hand. I mean, it's approval. In a way, you know what I mean? And she needs approval. Of course she needs mm-hmm. approval. Um, I had a question, unless you wanted something no. to say before then. Um, Hit me with your question. How did this make you feel? Because for me, I feel like it. it's written in a way that we're supposed to find this romantic. And I really don't. And I really don't like that it is because I was trying to literally find the okay maybe Danny doesn't see it this way maybe this is just a ploy but I really do think that she's starting to fall under she's she's starting to 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 kind of fall in line so to speak mm-hmm. of what is expected in her marriage and that includes respecting and 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 honoring and, and obeying her husband and I'm not saying that that's not a that's not something that she should do specifically for survival sake oh, or something I mean, that she hasn't she been taught to do. She is kind of doing that for survival. Though, like you're, you're asking like where, where do I fall on this? Mm-hmm. And I don't think at any point I ever saw this like coded romantic. Okay. Like other than coded weird romance, like the kind of stuff that you see on like dollar store movies or you know in the chic novels. It's like, hey, this is romance. You love bringing that up. I do. I don't know because it's like something about the idea of a chic novel just really sad on me because. I'd never been presented with that in my younger life. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, That's an inside joke. I yeah. once read an excerpt to him from a novel. And he it was did not lot. take it and well. It's, it's still sitting with me to this day. I'm pretty sure it's going to sit with me until I die. That's it. You're welcome. But, like, those things that happen. No, no, for real. Like, cause they, no, I'm they sorry. Go, I'm not trying to laugh. I'm no, just... no, I got you. I'm, I just glossed right over your joke. So. I think it's 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 something to be said for the way that she's going through this and the way that she's talking about how she's going through this entire process and how she's trying to like come to terms with once again who she is here in this moment the dragon who she needs to be the wife of Khal Drogo who she wants to be a Khaleesi which I mean like nothing stops her from being a Khaleesi Do you a think Khaleesi. she wants to be a Khaleesi? I think she definitely wants Or does she just want to be Daenerys? I don't see those as separate things, at least right now in this chapter. Maybe towards the end, okay. that's kind of different. But okay. as it is right now where she is during the ceremony, it's very important that she is a part of this collective, mm-hmm. even though she questions a lot of the motives of the collective as a whole. Like, hmm. why is this super important to them? You know, I wonder if they really believe these things that, you know, they're telling me about. It's like, I just know that I feel this baby inside me. I know I'm eating this horse heart. Yeah. I know enough of the customs and the practices that Arian Jeekwe have, have, you know, told me about. And for change, instead of being away and distant during dinner, not that this is dinner, but <laughs> Drogo's here. I'm. We're so used to the idea of Drogo being gone or distant. Yeah, Or not right. present. And this is one of the, the, I think this is the first time that they're like, Drogo's here with us. He was at the wedding, and I don't think I've seen him since with her. Yeah. That wasn't sex. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God, we're going to actually do a thing together. Yeah. Um, my actual question coming out of this was like, how come he doesn't do a thing? Like, you remember with the wedding, he got the wedding gifts, like uh-huh. he got his horse, his whip, mm-hmm. and his Iraq. How come, like, he doesn't have to eat a horse? He doesn't eat a part of the horse? Oh, like, come on. No, no, no. And I, I get why, but I I really don't understand for her, at least. It's like, hey, um, so I'm eating this heart. Do you want to, does he take a bite? 
as like a part of the solidarity it's like no she really has to stay here and eat this whole heart and he just looks at her yeah. i'm like that's he did his part this is uncomfortable he yeah, did his part i guess so she has to do it because she's the vessel remember never forget i'm never going to forget <laughs> never never you're right it's, it's wild though because i agree this is the most we've gotten of him outside of sex since the wedding and it's it's weird because like i i can never forget the fact that he's 30 plus and she's 14 i can't let that go that's that's just heavy on my heart every single time i read about them yep um but he's dare i say humanize and i hate even using that word well, don't because, say hate because if it is it is and it's doing like that means the the text is doing a good job through her eyes of showing us what it is that she's seeing because remember at the end of the day we're trying to see where she thinks and where she's feeling yeah in the moment and like right now like because i can't imagine that it's easy for her at all mm-hmm. like think about the stress on her already just from the child think of the pressure of being in this space with people like for real for real, you are the foreigner you're the outsider yeah here everyone else knows what's going on everyone else here is kind of keyed in to what's going to achieve and talks a little bit about like people in the room talking and like because she still can't catch everything her, her dog oh, yeah, Rocky is no. still not good enough where she can say oh like conversationally it's like yeah. oh i heard what you're saying yeah like no there's still stuff that baffles her so it's like her looking to drogo is kind of like Give me something here that kind of grounds me in this moment. Of and course, I guess that's the closest she has, right? Yeah. Um, but on that, what I was I meant was with Drogo in this particular scene, not even like like Daenerys aside, mm-hmm. we see a side of him that we'd never really seen before and we got to see like he was genuinely worried for the outcome. I think yeah. I wrote down, I'm just like, yo, this sonogram is, like, really messing him up. Oh, it is. Like, <laughs> he was like, yo, bated breath, like, I just want to make sure this is cool. And I'm not, in any other circumstance, that would be mad cool. Like, the dad of, of a baby about to be born is, like, really excited about this. It's just the idea, again, that it's all wrapped up in everything about this is only about the child mm-hmm. and not about Daenerys herself. It was never about her. And not about, you know, what's going on. So, mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you said, she looks around and she sees a whole bunch of people she don't know. She can't hear really everything that everybody is saying. But they start to, like, basically chant this this uh, this saying. Mm-hmm. And and because, again, like yeah. you said, the lady with the one eye, you know, she's she's the master of ceremonies. Yeah, you know, she got to do her thing. She does Colleen. She like, look, I'm the MC of this event. Let me do it. And they start saying, like, rock, rock, rahaj, rock, rock, rahaj. And, like... It's crazy because I always like from the show, you know, you hear it and mm-hmm. I, they don't really translate what that means. But that means, you know, a boy, a boy, a, what is it? A strong boy? Yeah, like a strong boy. A strong boy. boy rise or something like that. And like, they're you know, really into boys. Of course they I are. Mean, because they I mean, are. their whole yes. thing is warrior tribe. You know yep. what I mean? Like, that's the whole thing. And you still need women. But here's the thing when you are in a culture where you can just beat everybody and then steal women from them. Yeah, women aren't as important. Women aren't as important, and they're just like, hey, we just have to keep making strong Yeah, we need strong boys. boys. Um, of which, you know, Drogo is mad hype. And again, like I said, I'm I'm like half in, half out, where I'm just like, yo, like, I would be so excited. Like, he's really, he's by her side. He's mm-hmm. with her. This is not something that we've seen before. This is a new Drogo. Look at him. He's checking it out. Like, he's he's present, like you said, but at the same time, I can't shake the feeling that one, it's just the whole relationship as a whole, I ain't with. Two, 
is he only doing this? He's is he only doing this because of his son? And I think the answer is yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. I mean, it's it's crazy, um, and everybody's there. They're all hearing this. So the the I was about to say shaman, but the wise woman, mm-hmm. the woman with the one eye, yes. the Dosh Colleen lady Dosh that's Colleen. in in charge, she starts to speak, and she says. As swift as the wind he rides, and behind him his calisar covers the earth, men without number, with a rock shining in their hands like blades of razor grass. Fierce as a storm this prince will be. His enemies will tremble before him, and their wives will weep tears of blood and rend their flesh in grief. The bells in his hair will sing his coming, and the milkmen in stone tents will fear his name. The old woman trembled and looked at Danny almost as if she were afraid. The prince is riding, and he shall be the stallion who mounts the world. Say whatever you will. You know I wrote down. I mean, this is the most blatant form of foreshadowing I think we've had thus far. Yeah. Literally, that's, it's so funny because they're all like, yes, this boy, this boy you carry the in boy, you. You are boy, kind of this... invisible. You did the thing. I'm glad you ate it. Because she does. She eats the whole heart. She eats the whole heart. And she doesn't. She almost gets, but she's looking at Drogo, and his 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 presence bring her brings her strength. And she finishes her task. She does her thing, and they're just like, "That's dope." But this boy, but every single thing this woman talks about, every single thing this lady predicts, everything this la- single thing this lady is 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 speaking into the universe, is saying this is the future. This is going to happen, can be applied to Daenerys's entire journey. Mm-hmm. And yep. do you have thoughts? Okay. So I actually have a, a couple questions, okay. I think, coming out of this prophecy. In fact, I think these were the first things that I wrote down immediately after this quote, because okay. I also quoted this too. Okay. okay. And I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. So first off, when she does this prophecy, yeah, is this from the same script? Does she read this for every Khaleesi? No, we talked about that earlier. This is definitely something different because she looked at Daenerys like she was scared of her. And this is not something that, like, we see later, like, mm-hmm. when they're walking out and people are just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Stallion Who Rides. Like, this is new. Nobody has ever seen or heard anything like this before. This shit is yeah. brand new. So this is so, all. Yeah, this is seriously something that, because of Daenerys's presence, brought about this vision for this woman. She was just like, all right, cool, we're going to sing like a boy rises. It's a boy, you know, she, 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 they sang Rock, Rock, Rahaj after Daenerys finished eating it. So they're just like, oh, yeah, it's a boy. Cool. Let me just get into the flames. Let me see what I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, and she freaks out, and she's like, Whoa. wait, 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 wait. Damn, I just seen something crazy, ma. Actually, you know what? It's still a boy, and um, things are cool. Um, so do you need your parking validated? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then it's like, it's something to be prideful of, but it's also, it's kind of like, I mean... When when they're saying it and they're cheering, it's it's really easy to forget mm-hmm. that like the stuff she's talking about is a wild shit. Like he gonna just he don't destroy everything. He's gonna do a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So that's that's my other big question. I Sorry, felt, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. No, no, no. You definitely didn't because we pretty much answered that. It's like, hey, no, this is she knows the real, but yeah. she's just kind of putting on airs. Yeah. I think my other question was like. She says the stallion who will mount the world. Yes. Just from understanding horses, like animals and mating and like the, like the ritual of, of the power dynamic there, like mating is usually for creation mm-hmm. or power or some combination of the two. Who is it or what is it 
that this child is supposed to mount and take over. And if they did take over, let's just say Westeros or all of the known world, what does that mean for the people of the Dothraki? What does that mean for them if he were to take and leave nothing for them, right? No, so here's the thing. No, because the child is Dothraki. Now, here's the thing. One, she mentions, like, milkmen in their stone ca- mm-hmm. stone tents, which castles, right? Yes. She sees that whoever the stallion who mounts the world is will go to these places where these people exist. And take. And take. Yes. And destroy. And, and do those things. But here's the thing about the Dothraki. And this is what I'm saying, why the parallels between the Dothraki and the Valyrians are so interesting to me that nobody ever points out. I've never seen anybody be like, oh, well, you know, they do the same thing. And it, it is. Like, there are nomadic, like, now, the the Valyrians weren't necessarily nomadic, but the Valyrians could very easily go from one place to another yeah. and take and conquer and subjugate the same way that the, the Dothraki, the difference being the Dothraki don't settle in one place. Yeah, and that's they the, constantly so move. When, so okay. when you think about the Valyrians, the doom happened, the last of Valyrians, they were settled in Westeros and they decided, okay, we're going to stay and we're going to do this thing. Even though they had dragons, they were just like, all right, it's time to call it quits and that's when it started to, to mm-hmm. fall. So yeah. to answer your question, for the Dothraki, this is great. Because they're nomadic people. They don't ever stay in one place. They just want to go and they want to take what they like and bring it back to Vyastothrak. They never, I mean, him being, you know, Rago, because a, yeah, a little names. bit back, oh, she, she, the, the woman asks, okay, cool, this boy, this prince, this great boy, what, what shall he be named? And she says, his name will be Rago. And so they're like, oh, Rago, hell yeah, Rago. Like, we going to shop yeah, for Rago, Rago, heck yeah. Been with that. Rago's going to be like their dude. And, and they talk about it. And, I have a quote a little down the line because Daenerys herself does not understand what this means. Mm -hmm. Because when they keep saying the stallion, the stallion, the stallion, she's just like, oh, cool. My baby's going to be a boy. Great. This is great. Um, And I have a quote when we get, you know, a little bit further into the the chapter about what Jorathan describes to her that means. So, yeah, I think that for them, it just means that they're going to have a leader that is so fierce that he Mm -hmm. is going to be able to conquer all the peoples and the Dothraki are just going to be coming up everywhere. Yeah, so that's just aces for them. aces for them because, like, if you destroy their city, we don't care. He wouldn't destroy us. He wouldn't destroy us. So we're winning. Okay. However. Mm -hmm. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. I had no thoughts of Rigo at all because I know what happens to Rigo. Mm-hmm. Rago don't make it. Sorry for spoilers. Rago don't make it. This is specifically and very, 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 very poignantly about Daenerys herself. Yeah. Daenerys has no after Drogo ties to Dothraki. Now, does she have Dothraki people in her, I was about to say entourage, but like, you know, amongst her, her, Mm -hmm. her retainers? Yeah, of course she does. But she does not, like you said, at the end of this, she makes a choice. She does not, she's not a Dothraki herself. She does not claim to be a Dothraki herself. After her ties with Drogo are done, she's kind of like, mm, you know, I'm not, that, that those are not my people. And I'm not, this is not me saying that she would trample by Dothraki. But we have reasons to believe that she wouldn't stop to trample by Dothraki should she be provoked. If it were in the way. And I only say this because I have no idea what book Daenerys is going to do. But I know for damn sure that Show Daenerys gave no fucks about that temple. She was just like, y'all nasty and y'all got to go. So that is yeah. that is that is way, way down the line. Mm-hmm. If we ever even get to know what really happens there with her, because again, it's 
they are they are the same, but they are different in in very many ways. So mm-hmm. it's not really like it's not so cut and dry. You it's not so cut and dry, and you can't. And I can't just happen. say. But what I'm saying is yeah. like you bring up a good point. Like so now for Rago, they wouldn't they wouldn't be a, they wouldn't be fearful of him doing that because that is his culture. That it, those are his people. If this is to 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 foreshadow Daenerys, Daenerys That's herself yeah. has a very different set of what's important to maintain and to preserve mm-hmm. and and to 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 not trample because again she has her own set of principles and she has she has her own set of of things she was not like Rago for all intents and purposes would have been raised a Dothraki, a Dothraki boy yeah. and he would have had a very different outlook mm-hmm. on the world than his mother would have yes so yeah with that as you know that's, whatever that's you, exactly what it is what I mean? um i don't know if you had anything else to say i just want to be like i don't know if you want to discuss the name Rago at all we don't have to right now, but I just no. We should we should we should just go through it now because yeah. one holding off on it doesn't really do us any justice mm-hmm. or does this justice. And yeah, I think yeah. that there's particular reasoning and and as always, there's power in names, naming conventions, and and kind of the reality behind naming her child Rego mm-hmm. is for me that's all that shit is off a lie. Like, she's doing it because of something that she believes that Viserys believed second, third, or fourth hand that, like, his own understanding of what was happening at that time to his family was was very different. And the way that he's perceiving it is is altering the way that he's... Really, the way that he's expressing it to Daenerys is like, hey, here's this, like... There were these star-crossed lovers, and then there was this thing that happened, and it's it's sad. Like we didn't end up winning in the end, Explain but like yourself. only because. Well, I I mean so much in that like Viserys this entire time has been talking about, and you know he even zones out and reflects back to the trident. But what and, what does that have to do with the name Rhaegar? I mean, because the kid is named for for Rhaegar. Yeah. So why? What I mean more so is like, all right, cool. Like when you say it's a lie, do I think a lot of the mysticism surrounding Rhaegar is lies? No, I just mean the magic but, that Viserys puts into his name. Yeah, and that Daenerys draws strength from then because of the things that Viserys says to her. But do you think that she thinks that it's powerful enough to be like, yo, Rhaegar? This is basically she's saying this is Rhaegar reborn. Oh yeah, yeah. Rhaegar, like in but no does that have terms, to be? So here's my thing: lie or not. Wouldn't she have that kind of reverence for a brother she's never met? I mean, and if you think about it, like if Viserys was about six or seven when you know Rhaegar died, mm-hmm. he knew his brother. Oh, I'm not he saying knew, that he so didn't. he probably had I'm, stories of his own. Yeah, I'm saying the magic is like think about like how in in all of this, like how people talk about in like such glowing terms. Like dudes like Arthur Arthur Dane, yeah, or really yeah, yeah. like Barris and Selmy, yeah, like yeah. they're so bigger than life. But yeah, like yeah. we know some of the real of them, and mm-hmm. it's just like no, they were just regular dudes. Some of the stuff they did was fantastical. Yeah, yeah. But even in in in, in Rhaegar's case, mm-hmm. it's not like he was super special. He didn't have no dragon. There were no more dragons. Mm-hmm. He wasn't necessarily the most battle hardened dude. Like they talk about how he liked to to sing and stuff, and like maybe war wasn't his thing. He definitely liked to make kids. Well, he, he said that. There's a little anecdote about Rhaegar. I don't know why I know this. Well, I do know why I know what's, this because I care. Okay, what's but, the anecdote? Um, well, the whole thing about Rhaegar, like, yeah, he liked music and he liked to read, but there was a time. I think he was maybe about six or seven. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, he was very studious and they were a little worried that he wasn't ever going to try to be a, a warrior or anything like that. And they were just like, oh, he's too studious. He's into books. Maybe this ain't the one. And then he's like six or seven and he just comes and he barges into his, his maester's office and just like, yo, dude, this book right here says I need to start learning swords. So that's what I got to do. And then from that day on, he just starts training. Oh, God bless. <laughs> yeah. That's a cool anecdote. Yeah. And again, this so is then, me, not the biggest Rhaegar fan, but. So that there's more to it then. So then. That's what I'm saying. And it's also the idea of like itself. the way that she loves Viserys. Mm-hmm. She loves Rhaegar. She just has never gotten She's never gotten to know him, so I don't think it's so far-fetched. Oh, I definitely don't think but so. But I do think that it's weird. I'm playing both sides because I agree, but I also disagree. Like, I don't think that every like I don't think that the reason she did it was because of the lies, but I do mm-hmm. agree that she puts a lot of faith in the idea of Rhaegar. He's he's almost he's almost a deity in a way, the way that both of them her and Viserys talk he about him. Is. And like you said, to give this name to her child I mean, means something very important. Shit. The way Robert talks about him, dude must have been a damn legend because he he will never, ever forget that. And we're... So here never. at least I understand the, the familial relationship that, that it, it existed and why she... Like, this is another way for her to feel connected yes. to her heritage, I think. Just straight yes. up... Rego is, for all jokes aside, gets to be Rhaegar again. And Plus Dothraki, because Dothraki. the old part. Yes. Like, that's, it's like a Rhaegar and Drogo, mm-hmm. but also a lot of the Dothraki male names we've heard have had like a G-O yes. last name. So, so uh, I mean, it, last ending part the ending to their part, name. Yeah. yeah, so it fits. It fits with their naming conventions and it fits with the world that she's trying to build for herself and like kind of like I, what I see is like a firewall. Like, this is a part of her safety net. Mm-hmm. And Viserys was a part of that, but he's kind of being pushed out of the fire firewall. Yeah, yeah. Jor isn't really there. I kind of don't think that she all the way trusts him, but she gives him too much credence sometimes. So yeah. he gets past it. Yeah. He's like a virus. <laughs> he gets past it. Drogo's there because <laughs> he's he's kind of, <laughs> he's he's in the he's in the, the spectrum yeah. of, of being able to be close to her. But like, Rego is just, that's going to 100% be oh, yeah. something of her. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I heard that, that quote and I, I see Rego being there as, as a stand in for something that she's not quite ready to take herself. Isn't or? ready to take herself and also eventually something that will be missing in her life. So Rego's oh. going to be very, very impactful to I what she needs moving that. forward. So like I think it's also very telling that Rego don't happen and why we have to get more of what happens to Danny and where she continues to like push herself further and further away from bits and pieces of her humanity because they honestly get stolen from her. Yeah. So we yeah, get we get stuck with a version of her that that has to deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's, ooh. So that's they, they do all of this and they're like, hey, cool. We're wrapping up the party. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time to take a walk. Yeah, and it's all that procession stuff. And this is like the whole procession. You know, they, they do like a very good job of talking to us about like, here's where this space is and here's where they're going from the 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 main procession up to like this lake so like at first when i was reading i was thinking like oh my gosh wait because of the the special like baby thing did she eat the heart does she get to go to the mother because i was thinking that that's what that was but like the way they explained Bro. it that's not, obviously that's not what that is and i'm saying obviously but now because i understand it no they still don't let women step onto the mother but they are going up to this lake yeah that's outside past like these gates and 
I I definitely I wrote down a quote okay. because I I think this is very fitting for what we've been talking about overall when it relates to like Daenerys and and kind of the way that she's been dealing half in half out with the Dothraki. Mm-hmm. So, and the quote goes, each of the old women had been a Khaleesi once. When their lord husbands died and a new cow took his place at the front of his riders with a new Khaleesi mounted beside him, they were sent here to reign over the vast Dothraki nation. Even the mightiest of cows bowed to the wisdom and authority of the Dash Khaleen. Still, it gave Danny the shivers to think that one day she might be sent to join them whether she willed it or no. What do you think about that? A lot, as always. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what is what is kind of the thing that you come away with after after hearing that? I mean, the first thing was like, yeah, this kid is really scared um, to have her fate be so absolutely finite in a way that she has no choice or control over. Um, I did really want to kind of talk about how the story sets up Daenerys as other versus any other Khaleesi that's mm-hmm. ever existed. Because other Khaleesi have gone through this. Yeah, they have. And it's just like, all right, cool. Well, <laughs> it, it literally is like the I'm different. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. and, and I'm not saying that she's doing it in a in a smug way in, in, in the sense that like, oh, well, I'm better than them. But she says things like, you know, it's crazy that I might be sent here. So I had two versions of what that I might be sent here to do. Because yeah. I'm just like, girl, it don't seem like a might. It seemed like a will. Yeah, it seems like that's happening. But um, one was, does she truly believe again? Because she has that dichotomy of, okay, I, I'm with this tribe now because I'm married to Drogo, but ultimately I'm still a Targaryen. And ultimately I'm, I really am different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have to stay here. It's like when you are sent to like i don't belong here this is this is this is yeah, something i should, wrong. Be I should like something detention wrong. or something like that was a mistake yeah <laughs> there was a mistake how did i end up here how did i end up here um of which again it's it's that painting again like the difference between her and like an eerie or jiqui mm-hmm. who also could have gone down the same path they could have been khaleesi's one day but they were instead captured and made to be slaves so for her it's just like okay well cool this is not me but who knows they could have thought the same thing one day or is it that she is so unsure of her life that she's even going to make it to to live past Drogo? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's another it, equally sad, just more macabre in a way that like it's just like all right, yeah. well, is she still on that? I think I'm going. I to think die I'm going to die soon. Tip, and that's what I, I took from that. Um, mostly, that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Yeah, that's that's um, literally what I wrote down was just her fear of being in this place but uh-huh. like mostly that ain't me yeah <laughs> i'm not coming back here yeah and seeing that is like a level of foreshadowing of wait does she actually come back here but is it under the the same circumstance like does she just come back of her own volition to be like oh wait wait have you never read you've never read the end of dance right no so i don't okay. i don't know i don't know fam so yeah at the end of dance spoiler alert mm-hmm. um she does get captured and it's, so it's basically like the end of season five going into season six. Got you. But we don't know what really happened. We don't know what really happened. She's getting captured, but we don't know. Okay. But like, where. so there, there is an, an opportunity for this prophecy still to take place. Yes. That, I mean, yes. Okay. <laughs> A thousand percent. So then um, I can, I can kind of put it out of my head of the thing where at least for right now. So then I'll fall back on 
I think this is really just her being very fearful of the the fact that she might not live long in this yeah. world. Yeah. And for a myriad of different reasons, but more I so think there's room like, for it to be both. For real, for yeah, real. I think there's really, room for it to be both. It really could be. I just think that like her having this conversation with this woman is just another one of those cool opportunities that we get in the story. Yeah. To have a woman talk to another woman in not so many ways uh, about something that didn't just specifically relate to the men around them. Although well, I guess she in passing, I mean, this is her. Well, she was just, she was just, just observing, like, observing that, yeah. but like, we're still talking about talking bit. about that. Yeah. You. It's just you. like, cause we don't ever just, we don't know coming into this, like, did she go into that hut? And then it was like, Hey, I'm going to talk to you for a little bit about what's going to go on here. Like the preparation. And then I'm going to give you this heart because like, you know, they talk about the fact that, you know, there, there can't be steel in Vistoth Rock. So they cut out the horse heart with like stone, stone stone knives. knives. And like, there's a big part of the ceremony. So like people like Drogo's blood riders do assist in the ceremony. Did they eat that horse after? I would have like, is that part of the case? I imagine they do with whatever they do with, with horse normally as like, it's that. But I mean, like, was it like, you know, sometimes like they're like, okay, well like this, 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 I hunted this thing and it's part of the special feast now. Yeah, it might be. I I just had a thought. Not Anyway, you know where my I, mind know, I know exactly where your <laughs> mind went. So anyway, we're we're following this procession and we get up to this we get up to this lake. <laughs> well, and okay, so before we even get to the lake, they're walking out and mm-hmm. she's describing the procession and the order of people that are important. So her and Jogo are coming out, and then like there are other cows because remember there was a gathering. So there yeah. were other dudes there, other cows, and like some cows had like their sons that they're teaching, like this is what's gonna happen when you become cow, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, or if you become cow, because I don't think it works succession-wise. It's just about strength, yeah. but usually because you are the son of the cow, you are the strongest because you, you have the best training. You probably will become the cow, but that's um, not always the case. Yeah. And then, you know, the cow, and they start talking about, like, the cow's wives behind them, and then that's when she started describing the dust clean. Now, as she's walking, Drogo comes, and he's talking to her, and we'd never heard him speak the common tongue, so... He starts asking her all kinds of questions and he's just like, Hey, you know, what is that what does that name mean? And he's talking and she's she's gonna answer him, but the first thing that came and I this is a very tiny quote mm-hmm. and this is just me just this is my weekly critique of the text and how it treats people. Nothing to do with Daenerys per se, but here we go. Oh, okay. Drogo was quick to learn when he put his mind to it, though his accent was so thick and barbarous that neither Sir Jorah nor Viserys could understand a word he said. And I'm like, all right, first of all, Danny can understand him. Yep. Here we go with this barber's talk, though, again. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit on that. And I'm just like, one, how do any of them think that they sounded when they learned? Because specifically, and, and, and I don't say any of them, Viserys excluded because his dumb ass was just like, I'm never, it's so beneath me to even learn Dothraki, I'm not even going to attempt. It's like, okay, go fine, whatever. Jorah and Danny, like, Danny is probably parroting what they've said. So I don't even think this is, because Danny's having a conversation with him. So I don't know. She can understand him. That, mm-hmm. just, that that much I know. She understands what he's saying. Yes. She's fine with that. She's been the one that's been teaching him. She gets it. How dare Jorah come and talk about he His accent is so thick and barbarous. And oh, look, he's hooked on phonics. Good for him. Good for him. He's so good yeah, at it. it first of all, you had sense. to learn how to speak Dothraki. How did you sound when you first started learning that? Also... You speak both languages, bro. Yeah, so it shouldn't. This is this is that thing that we talk about a lot when when we watch a lot of like shows uh-huh. with with accents from 
you know, places that, that we're not from. Yeah. But, you know, we go, oh, well, you know, if you listen with intent, you can usually parse out through, like, either context clues or you just understand, you just understand because of language yeah. and, and, and the phonics of it that you can get the thing. But then, like, we always ask, like, hey, why did they have to put subtitles on this person talking? Like, I totally understand what they're saying. Like, we get what they're saying. But it's just like, oh, wait, no, because some people aren't, aren't aren't looking for that. So it's yeah. like, if you're not listening for intent, and I think that maybe, like, I was initially really, because I wrote down, like, I don't get Jor. That don't make no sense. He knows Common. He knows Dothraki. Yeah. He speaks both of them very well. Yeah. He should get this. Yeah. I think that this is a thing just showing us, again, how little m- care Jor puts into his ruse mm-hmm. because he cares when he needs to, but like because this is a thing he doesn't have to care about, he's just like yeah no 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 I don't whatever I don't really get what he's saying but okay I guess he's saying something yeah and it's like oh yeah no you showing yes thanks thanks for like revealing yourself yeah. again and it's just another opportunity for us to see Jor in in that light and yeah. it's just another red flag goes off whenever I I hear. Daenerys speak about Jor in that way it should just it, it throughout this chapter we're shown why we should not trust Jor at all period ever Facts. word period never trust Jor but she does for lack of having someone else that's to it fall that's onto. just it but like you said she's sitting here and she's talking to Drogo and yeah. I I wonder because she talks a little bit about like how much they had no communication for how long they've had no communication yeah and it's just like after a while i just decided like hey i'm gonna take it upon myself to teach him bits of common yeah, the way that Arian jeek we like they're teaching me death rocky yeah. and it's like i need to be able to communicate with them because she's like speaking I'm of tired that of means this. That who teaches her language is it jeekwe 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 that means she speaks both languages jeekwe definitely speaks common yes yep don't even mm-hmm I just I, I know what you're getting at the again. The multi-talent. I and, yeah, yeah. Sorry to them. Sorry we don't ever get their chapters. I would love it, though. Yeah. Like, the way I was like, I want to know what Jane does all day. Yeah. I'd be I'd, I'd be cool with a, here's here's a Jeekwe chapter. Yeah, man. Hopefully not riddled with. I would say Dorea, but I know it's riddled yeah, with Viserys. Yeah, no, and, I just, and don't need that. It's like, we already get enough. Too much. Of, what is his name? Cal Rahagat. Yeah. <laughs> all sore for himself yeah that would be his name is if he was in the land before time <laughs> he'd be sore foot <laughs> i was i don't know why i'm thinking about that but <laughs> ow guys does it stake in here like <laughs> yeah it does yeah doug you <laughs> so you're right they're they're going up to this lake um, oh wait! Before so I mean like I just I really wanted just to, to 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 go into like, oh I just didn't think you wanted to harbor long on no 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 I just thought it was you know important to point out that they are now they they've talked and mm-hmm. he 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 even was taken aback by the fact that you know the lady asked her what's the baby's name so I want to know one okay if that is a custom in the Dothraki culture oh, like, for, the, the, for the woman the to name the child and. Or was it something that she just was asked because of the crazy prophecy? Because they're just like, yo, I'm so scared of what's happening. What's his name? <laughs> we need to know. We need to know. <laughs> um, and then Drogo's like, damn, like that the whole thing was insane. That was wild. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? And she tells him, like, hey, you know, like 
my brother's name was Rhaegar. Which to me, I get it. Like I know that's supposed to be a good enough explanation. But my curious ass, if I'm Drogo, I'm just like, bitch, wait. I wait, I, 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 I get it. Like I that's your brother's you name, but I, what does it mean? Yeah, and what, what does it mean? Because like, and we've talked about this off mic. Yeah. But it's like n- names have power. Names have yes, meaning, yes. and all of it kind of comes back full circle into this thing of like, hey, that needs to mean something. And he's like, I'm actually mad curious, yo. Like, it sounds cool as fuck. What is Rago? Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's my brother's name. He died. He died. And don't worry about it. I think she does mention that he was a warrior. He was just like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. That's a cool name. That's what's up. And, like, that's just kind of, like, it. So I don't know whether to attribute that to, like, Drogo's lack of conversation skills Mm -hmm. or the fact that she kind of hand-waved. Yeah. And she was just like, all right, cool, moving on. Cause like for real, for real, like she's still covered in blood. She is. I forgot. She's covered in like she's, all this blood. She's like, I have to get clean. She has I have all this to get dry clean. blood on her. She's like mad tired. She has up to this point had no real sustenance. Cause I don't know how much yeah, nutrition no. is in a heart. Like, dude, that's all I've never iron. Eaten, like, that's iron. It's, it's organ meat. So. Any real organ meat? Like, I've never had like livers or anything like never that. Had liver. Nah. nah. Hmm. So I don't know. Like, if you eat that, like, are you like, oh man, no, I guess I'm real good. Um, I don't know. So. Finally, <laughs> we we continue with this procession up to this lake, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's actually like very beautifully uh, described, oh, and like very. kind of like how that how it eats up all this space. Um, I remember back to uh, the part of the chapter where like she's saying like, "Hey," and you know, uh, it was the Iriogiqui told her about like, "Hey," in the lake, it's like it's bottomless. Mm. It's like yo, we don't have no bottom, and it's just like once again, it's another one of those things that I think is Daenerys flitting between both versions of a world that she wants to believe in, the magic, the mysticism versus the reality. Because she says she steps in, she's like, oh, no, she felt the like yeah. bottom of the, the, the lake on her feet. Well, like, that was the coast, though. So you don't no, know what's she in the middle. She, she moved further in because she's like, she's starting to clean herself. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's trying to get herself like fully like divested of, yeah. of this blood that's on her and kind of what. This is another version of like washing away the old you, bringing on the new you. Yeah. Because she talks a little bit about like, hey, how, here's how I feel in this lake. Here's how I feel with this baby in me. Mm-hmm. Here's kind of what it's gonna feel like coming out of this. Because like, hey, I have, I once again, I have Rego, mm-hmm. and I think things are things are okay. Yeah. Right now. Things are cool. Things are things are all right. They said I did a good job. They said I, I did ate a the very heart. good job. I ate the whole heart. Didn't throw it up. Nope. We're good. Chilling. Um. Also, <laughs> real quick to answer your other question that you had just asked. What? About uh, uh, whether or not she was rushing her to find out about the name of the baby. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of do think that that's, it's an interesting concept, but maybe for women that finish the heart, mm-hmm. get to name the child. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's like your prize. You ate the heart so you can name the kid. That's your prize? That's your prize, yeah. you get to, Well, one, you get to have a baby because, duh, that's a prize. And <laughs> I can't with you. You also get to name the child. I think Rego's a cool name. Rego's a mad cool name. I like Rego's it. Rego's a real cool name. It's a cool name. So, sorry for the Kalaka Rego. That would be his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, she's coming out. And and her handmaids are like, hey, we're going to get you dressed. And that's cool, right? And Drogo, because his favorite word is no, says no, <laughs> not yet. And we have to do it because we, have, know to, we, we have to move through this. I know and we do. I, I want to be done with it. <sighs> Don't even read the quote yet. We're, we're going we're gonna to unpack. 
Because I know you're getting ready. Is there you're, more? You're is there, too. Is the, I mean, okay, so let me just give the rundown because I don't even think that reading the quote is necessary. Yeah, it really isn't. If y'all want us to, then that's fine. So basically what happens is Daenerys is cleaning herself. She's getting all the blood off. She's ready to go because mm-hmm. there's supposed to be a feast afterwards. Yeah. Everybody's supposed to celebrate. It's all supposed to be gravy. Rhaegal's chilling. She's chilling. Everybody's chilling. Drogo, of course, is still there because he walked with the rest of the procession. She gets out, and because we have to be treated to all these very, you know, visually described um, paragraphs of, of her naked body, I can't, but that happens and because you know we're supposed to think that this is like this majestic grown woman when i can't not see anything but a baby anyway drogo's just like as she mentioned in the last chapter seeing you naked and pregnant with my baby turns me on so we about to get it in and she's just like oh i literally just got washed but okay cool and she goes to him and she unbuckles his pants and they proceed to have sex in front of everybody i'm not skipping a whole step step you're skipping the step where it was literally described that he, again, picks her up as if she were a child yeah, and places her on his lap. I think it's... it's I, I skipped it because it wasn't important. I mean, no, yeah. No, it's not important because I, I think sometimes this gets framed around like, oh, look, this, like, he's so in love with her. It's so passionate. They're yeah, so yeah. in love. And that's, like, I make the jokes about the sheep No, I know. I understand. Stuff, but, like, for real, for real, like, the thing that continues to stick out with me is, like... Here, she at least doesn't talk about it as, as being, like, traumatic, like, in the way that it was when she was first being assaulted oh, by Oh, she's Drogo. used to it. But she's used to it. She's become very used to the idea of, like, him just having her whenever he's ready. Yeah. But like you said, it's just this idea that he's not even excited about the fact that it's, like, it's her. No. I think it's so much more that, oh, you're pregnant with my baby? Oh, man. Dude, I mean, he literally I'm on rock. says Let's they go. start doing it and, like... Three pumps, he done. Three pump Tony. As he nuts, he's just like, the stallion who will mount the world. Like, he literally comes with that on his breath. And I literally threw my book. I couldn't. I was just like, what? That was where I took my first break. I was like, what? I'm like, we're doing that? This is what we're doing? That's passion. That's love. He don't even think about, oh, like, and this is the thing that I think was the most jarring for me. Because the beginning of this is so Danny focused. Mm -hmm. And the rest of it is kind of like, Danny exists while other people do goon shit around her. That's why I said it and pulls her away. It pulls her away in a way that I'm just like, I really wrote down, like, I thought this was supposed to be Danny's day. Nope. And it's like, nah, this is baby and Drogo's day. Yes. And he's just like, oh, woman who's carrying my child. I mean, it was just like the wedding. It was very reminiscent of. Yeah, but at is... least with the wedding, like, there were some people there giving her things and acknowledging I mean, that she things, had a But they were mostly there. there for him. And it's like, oh, you're getting married? That's great. Yeah, I'm, but. I'm glad she's here. At least then she still had, and I know you don't like him. I don't like him either. I hate him. Illyrio was there. Viserys was there. Jorah was there. And, like, there were still some of the things. And there were people around to be like, oh, cool, Khaleesi. Okay, and I not to say Maybe that I'm people aren't, hard. but, like, after the ceremony goes, people aren't shouting yay to her for doing the thing. They're shouting yay to this stallion that's going to mount yes. the world. Drogo's just like, yo, we got to do it now because, like, oh, my God, my son. And, like... He can't even last long because he's so sexually aroused by the idea of yeah, her carrying his you have, super baby. You have the baby. And it's just, it's so mad wild. And my biggest takeaway was just that, like, damn, she literally had just got clean. Like, she just. She literally just like, took, a, took a bath. She took a bath. He finished. He don't clean his shit off. 
she gotta keep it moving into the party. I'm just like it, it described like his seed was running down her leg, and this is like damn, she can't get another bath. To no, like, it's like yo, we actually yo, we're super late for the party. The Uber's about to leave. We gotta go. That is that is that is not a, that's an infection waiting to happen. I'm just. She yep. doesn't even go to the bathroom after. I can't. Nope. And not to, again, be vulgar about it, but I just. No, she doesn't get any of the, the, child, the pleasantries. It made me upset. Yeah. It made me so upset. And again, like I said, there there's room for me to feel bad that people are like talking bad about his accent and also still thinking that he's garbage. So. Because guess what? It, it can be both of those things. And I just think about the size difference, even if the age difference wasn't a big deal to them. And I know there are a lot of people, you know, that would say, well, you know, this is the world that they live in, blah, blah. That doesn't mean that me and the world that I live in have to be cool with it. I, I find it to be strange. Also, I feel like a lot of people pick and choose what age gaps are okay and which ones are not. I'm yeah. saying that none of them are cool. And I'm saying that, I mean, as far as like underage people go. Oh, yeah, no, Specifically they're... when they're underage and not even of age in that world. Like, it would be different if, and I'm not saying that I'm cool with this in real life or cool with this in general, but I'm saying, let's say Danny, because the age of majority, to the best of my knowledge, in Westeros or in this world is 16. Danny ain't even close to 16. So, like. Yeah. It's just, it's still, it's still kind of icky and nasty. I'm sorry. And that's why, that's why I said I didn't really want to harp on it because I no, knew no, I was no. going to just go. But, like, this whole entire scene was just so weirdly. Yeah unnecessary i think the thing but, that you said at the top was the most important and i think the most poignant rather was it was no it wasn't about her no it was about him it was about this child yeah it was about this prophecy and it's about the belief yeah. that this is something that he contributed to so he should have his prize he shouldn't have to wait yeah. it's why do i have to wait for dessert i can have it now there you i can go. just i can literally pick up my doll yeah. and have it and then i'm done yeah and then they walk in and she describes the fact that the high table is set up for Drogo and the other cows. Yeah. And that the wives are seated below. And I'm just like, oh, well, maybe because, again, I'm like, this is daddy's day. Maybe she gets to sit up like, there because she she's special. She sit next no, to Drogo? No, she had to sit down below them because, again, it was Drogo and the baby's day. Yeah. If the baby was born, the baby might be able to sit up there, but the baby wasn't there. So nope. Daenerys, like, good job for eating the heart. You made the prince stronger. Good on you. You did but, your duty. Sit down there. But sit down there. And um, have that nut run down your leg. Yeah. Um, <sighs> wild. So, that is moving just, on. Yeah. I, I, no, 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 no. Go ahead. That is what. No, because you're, you're there, and we're we're at the the festivity. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're at the baby shower proper. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's in here. Yeah. Also, I think it's very interesting that these were people who weren't there because I, they were either people who weren't high enough on like an honor chain uh-huh. to go in or like they weren't to respected the guests to the ceremony proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they're here and they're already feasting. There's like tons of food, there's song, there's dance. They're talking, like she's describing this entire scene of the space that she's in and just like how it's lit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. They're, they're having a very good time and, and everybody seems to be having fun. And, you know, as they walk in, they're going, yo, Yo, Stanley who mounts the world, Rego. Stanley who mounts the world, Rego. And it's like, where did they get this information? Did some people leave that part of the procession and go and let people know? Well, like, yeah. Oh, a hey, whole bunch of people. What? Yeah, a whole bunch of people came in. You know, it's probably people that like, all right, cool. You got your circle, circle. One, I would imagine that the place the ceremony took place in wasn't that big, so it couldn't hold that many people. Mm-hmm. But also, 
the whole lake cleaning part was probably just for like they you know how to be like listen like friends and family only sometimes yeah, at the party right. ceremony so that she was talks about thing. the fact that like yo there are like thousands of people in yeah, here yeah but they yeah they all weren't weren't ready okay but, um that makes sense yeah you know that somebody had to pass along because jorah knew <laughs> I, he always knows jorah's there and jorah they're like oh yeah because she's doing the thing with, which i really do like and appreciate this style of writing when it comes to having just a, a central character's point mm-hmm. of view because it's interesting because she sees what's interesting to her now somebody else would have had a completely different oh, yeah. point of view but like it's really cool because she's She's again a very curious person, so she's looking around. And she's like, oh, "Okay, cool. I know that crowd in the back, and I know what they're doing over there." And she sees Jor in the middle, and like, it's not like the high table, but it is a place of, yeah, honor. It's a place of honor. And like, you know, there he is. Um, and she like calls him over, and she basically like hits the pillow like he's a pet. Like, "Yo, come here, come sit down, come, come sit next to me, Sir Jora." And he comes because that's what he does, and he's just like. I'm actually really happy you called me over here because y'all got better food on this time. So why you talking my? I'm going to just have my he plate. He immediately gets a fig. Yo. <laughs> Jorah, act, he's acting like he's still homeless and I don't understand why. Don't get it. Maybe it's that know. mentality because of the, the way that he had to scam. What they call it? Scarcity? Scarcity. Like scarcity? Yeah, like a scarcity mentality? Yeah. scarcity mentality. Yeah. He's like, I might not have this tomorrow. Yeah. And for a furl, the way the rest of the night shook out, he almost didn't. Because yeah. imagine had he backed the wrong horse and he started figuring out like, oh, snap, I need to figure out how to be Daenerys's best friend because my Viserys ticket is about to get punched. Hopefully you didn't have him on your bingo card because he, <laughs> he does not make it. And yeah, Jor, Jor's there. And I, yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you think about Jor in this moment? You mean when he first initially comes over to her? Yeah, when he comes over to her. Like yeah. I said, he's he's he. My man's is acting like he's homeless, and like he really does not. Like he was over there, he's busting up with people because again, like that's his thing. He fits in where he gets in. That's it. And like he's just like I'm cool with whatever. Don't ask no questions. I just like free shit. That's my whole thing. She mm-hmm. calls him over. He's a okay with being summoned. She's just like, listen, I don't really care what you were over there doing. I need to know where Viserys is because I have not seen him. Yeah, all she's day. worried about her brother. Um, so. As far as that, I mean, in this moment, I mean, I'm going to read some quotes to you because it it gives me a better, you know, segue into actually talking about his actions versus how it is that I feel. But yeah, she starts asking him, you know, where's my brother? Um, And he's just like, oh, I don't know. He probably went out to the markets, you know, he probably was looking for wine. And she's like internally thinking like, damn, like he really do be drinking wine a lot. Like he really would rather like go dicing with other people. That's not me. And he not, he don't really like hanging around me anymore. And like, that sucks. And it's very interesting because again, and I'll, I'll say this forever. Like Danny is so conflicted as am I about, um, her feelings for Viserys and her mm-hmm. place amongst him. Because again, and she, she, she says it straight in just a bit. Um, why that 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 pull is so strong now the thing about jorah is jorah doesn't really understand it because for him everything is very simple can you do or can you not do and if you can't do then why am i even bothering with you yeah. because you're not doing for me but what you him. start to do for him now for cool. her she he's just yeah because he's just like i don't really understand it like you living the life you chilling over here you're cool and i'm still hesitant not hesitant but i'm still confused as to what his angle at this point is, I know that you said like, okay, cool, he's not backing Viserys, but he never was backing Viserys. His whole point was to give information back to them so that they could murk Viserys mm-hmm. 
Or not. Maybe he's playing both sides yeah, of the maybe coin. He maybe he was care no more. Maybe he was like because again, if he was giving information to Varys, we know that Varys really wasn't interested in doing any of that. So she asked him what Viserys is doing, and he's just like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's out there doing whatever. He's talking to people, and he probably is trying to just buy an army or something. I don't know. Girl, pass me that plate. And she's just like, hmm. So quote mm-hmm. goes, is that wise? She asked. He has no gold to pay soldiers. What if he's betrayed? Caravan guards were seldom troubled much by thoughts of honor, and the usurper in King's Landing would pay well for her brother's head. You ought to have gone with him to keep him safe. You are his sworn sword. So here we have, again, Jorah not really, like you said, he don't really care because it's just like, Yeah, that's not important. It's not important to him, but for her, she cannot fathom even if she knows her brother is garbage sometimes, and her brother is garbage most of the time, she mm-hmm. knows that you swore a vow. So it's it's almost like when we talk about her, you know, loyalty to the Dothraki peoples, it's because she was she made a pledge, she made a vow that she's Drogo's wife now. She's going to be a part of this tribe. She's going to do a thing. She takes it very seriously because she's been taught to take yeah. things very seriously. Her brothers also told her that there are loyal men and there are disloyal men, and the disloyal men we don't trust, and disloyal men like. I don't know, somebody like the Kingslayer. He's disloyal because mm-hmm. he was sworn to protect that. It did. don't matter yeah, what yeah, dad yeah. did. He did. He betrayed him. So Jorah, in her mind, is supposed to, no matter what Viserys does, be sworn to protect him, mm-hmm. be there to protect him, be there to watch him and make sure that he's okay. She's just like, how is you in here right now? Yeah, he's not holding up his end You're of not the holding up your end of the bargain, which to me, it's it. this really, really points to how absolutely young Daenerys is because she like you said she needs people she 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 really really does need not just approval and acceptance she needs protection and she needs she needs somebody to be on her team mm-hmm. Th- there is no other explanation for how she's even letting this slide the way that she see and I'm not saying that Viserys is a good person by any means I'm not saying this no but I got you everything that she has been taught has been that there are loyal men and there are disloyal men and she's watching this man be very disloyal to the person he sworn his sword to, not give a shit. He don't care. He's just like, look, I don't care what Viserys is doing, girl. That don't make no sense. So why would she assume? And it, it, there's no, it's not even a why. I understand why she assumes that he would be different with her. Mm-hmm. But it's, it was a folly. Yeah. She doesn't understand that because she's not been taught yet, and it, which is very strange because she's also probably more perceptive than any of the other children we've seen mm-hmm. because she's had to have been, but... She should have known right then that Jorah wasn't worth his salt. Like, he wasn't worth anything. And I think that that plays again into what we continue to feel is the real with Daenerys throughout this chapter. Yeah. So this is her falling back on her Targaryen lineage and heritage uh-huh. and understanding based off what her brother told her, like, actually, yo, why are you here again? Because you're not really helping. And... I think you need to go find my brother. Can you find my brother? What is what is going on? Like, what's the deal? Also, why would he be trying to get cell swords? Like, that's not important right now. Like, he should be here. He should be here. And he and, and and I'm gonna elaborate more on this in a bit, but I continue to be like I find her her love for Viserys conflicting. And I, I probably just said this two minutes ago, but mm-hmm. like I really do, and I just find it to be one of the most raw and honest um, things about her storyline. 
is the back and forth. Where where at once it it probably frustrated me, and I really truly was. It's, it's not that I didn't understand. I didn't like it. I didn't, yes. Because I I was. But then I you I, you have to think about even in your own life. There are people that you don't necessarily like all the time, but you love, and you have no choice but to kind of really feel for them. And this is all she has. Um, and speaking of Jorah is continuing he's like kind of not even listening to her like he's not even paying attention he's mostly just grabbing food off a place and looking around the party yep. to kind of get out of the conversation because he mm-hmm. really don't want to have it i mean he's there for the food he's there for the food and he's not there to be lectured and he's just like look 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 i'm not going after him he's up to doing some wild stuff also by the way did you know he was trying to steal your eggs he was trying to leave so he probably left he was trying to steal your shit but i told him yo i'm not down for that he's not going to do that he's not really going to do that and as he's saying this to her, I'm assuming that he thought that she was going to have a very specific reaction. Mm-hmm. And I also, because it's been a very long time before I, or since I've read this, and I've more recently watched the show, it goes down a little bit differently. Also, there is a very specific like scene in which you see him talking to Viserys about this, and it's yes. set up in a very different way than the nonchalant way that we get him talking mm-hmm. here. And again, it's not that I think that Viserys is incapable of doing some wild shit like that. No, I'm saying wild shit. Anything like that. He just, that sounds like a very Viserys thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, why are we trusting Jorah, though? Because, like, like, long story short, I don't trust either one of them. No, I got you. So and I it's take like, why are you taking grain of salt? Grain, grain of salt. Grain of salt. And I think that he, like you said, I think that he, at, at, at some point, was just like, Viserys is not only unpredictable, but he's also arrogant. And he's not as easily manipulative or manipulated as Daenerys is and Daenerys is a lot more susceptible to his bullshit but he don't get he don't he don't catch her with this because he was just like oh yeah aren't you mad like he was really trying to rile her up and he's trying to really kind of sow dissent between the mm-hmm. two of them and he's just like oh aren't you kind of mad that he, that he did this thing and I have a quote go ahead because Danny looks at him and goes Danny had not known had not even suspected then he should have them he does not need to steal them. He had only to ask. He is my brother and my true king. He is your brother, Sir Jor acknowledged. You do not understand, sir, she said. My mother died giving me birth, and my father and my brother Rhaegar even before that. I would never have known so much as their names if Viserys had not been there to tell me. He was the only one left, the only one. He's all I have. Um... I think I wrote the words heartbreaking. I just wrote heartbreaking down. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's it. That's just it. He's it. And we've we've been talking about this. We've been known this. Um, something just struck me right then there. Like, obviously, Jory don't get it. Jory don't. He's just like. It's not important to him. It never has been. So, um, that's dumb. So what? He's the worst. Like, just leave. Because, again, Jory had no. Jory was the type of person that he would disgrace his own family for other people yeah, anyway. But so you did, he didn't, so it didn't matter. Did that, so it didn't matter. And again, not to say that, like, your wife is not your family. That whole him and Linez, I, I, I even take the story he tells Daenerys later on about mm-hmm. that because I'm willing to bet he put a lot more blame on her oh, than definitely. himself. Because why not? Exactly. She's not there to protect her or tell exactly. her side. Um, yeah, she, so she made feel me sorry for that. gamble. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She did. It was all her fault. But um, something I just caught myself was that when she says he's all I have, 
that then throws another wrench in how I feel like she feels about Drogo and mm-hmm. how she feels about this. And and again, Rago's new. He's a new person. He's new. So maybe Rago's excluded from that. Maybe she's not thinking about him in the, in, in the moment, which, one, why? Like, you're with him all the time now. But again, it's so very new. It's so very fresh. She's also young. She's also traumatized. She's also going to think. When she says, not even before, she says, presently, he is all I have. Mm-hmm. She, too, is also thinking of this, again, as a temporary situation. She's not looking at Drogo as her family. She's not looking at these this new tribe as her family, yeah, these people as her family. Viserys. Viserys is all she has. Mm-hmm. What do you get from that? I mean, it's just that. It's Daenerys is very blatantly telling us, the reader, that she knows that she feels the most akin to her Targaryen heritage. And a part of that, a part of understanding that, is what Viserys has been instilling in her from day zero, which is we're important, we're the best, it's us. It's just us. There's no one else. So even in in all of his, like, travesty and and the sadness that he exudes most of the time now, um, like, she knows right here, at least in this moment, that having Viserys is still better than not having Viserys at all. And him being there is is a contingency plan. It's, it, well, as long as he's here, it's like, hey, things could maybe go south with Drogo. Things could maybe go south with Rago, for all I know. Like, things won't ever be as bad as they were because I'll have Viserys. Like, he's a version of the life that they live that is a reminder of the life that they can lead because it means her having a life that's more than just being a Khaleesi, like more than just being a Dothraki woman. Because I don't think that she really even ever fully acquiesces to the idea of, of being a, a Dothraki. Well, that's like, what I mean. Because earlier you said that, oh, you felt like, you know, she wanted to be a Khaleesi. And I'm just like, isn't it more important for her that she's Daenerys? Yeah, no. I Yeah, I'm back on she definitely thinks it's more important for her to be Daenerys. Yeah. And that shows. And it's, yeah, because again, like, the fate of of what she has seen that become of, of even wise of cows, but Dothraki women in general, is something that, and I'm not saying that this is wrong of her to think, but it's not something that she wants because she sees how people are treated. Yeah. Now, she also knows that Viserys doesn't treat her the best, but she feels like, well, maybe if he gets what he wants it'll be better because then I'll be in a better position and we'll mm-hmm. both be better and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um. But it's very, again, very interesting that she's, she's starting to align herself with Drogo and she's starting to accept the fact that she's his wife, but she still is holding out on this other hand. Again, like I said, it's very tragically written, but it's very beautifully written. Mm-hmm. And it's real. Yeah, very It's much very so. real because human beings are not as simple as, well, I felt this way yesterday and I'm going to keep feeling that way because I changed my mind. It's like, no, Humans are constantly torn between how they do, and teenagers even more so, yeah. more so than so anybody that's that in the world. That you know, there. and mm-hmm. and also the fact that literally she knows nothing else, no nothing, mm-hmm. nothing else. He's he has successfully Stockholm syndrome. Heart. Like there's a codependency there. Oh yeah, that is not something that's easily erased. Yeah, you can't just and Jorah is just he he don't understand it. He don't understand it mm-hmm. because for all intents and purposes, from what I gather, Jorah grew up in a relatively you know, stable household um, for Westerosi standards. Yes, yeah, as far as she knows. Um, yeah. Nah, not even as far as she knows, as far as I know. But um, it's wild because, again, 
he shows his ass again by, oh, well, you know, well, you don't belong to him anymore. You belong to the Dothraki. Yeah, she said, he says very explicitly, yes. you belong to Drogo. Yes. You're not a partner. You're not an investor. Mm-mm. You're not a part of this business mm-hmm. venture. You are property. And he says that plain. He's yeah. like dead ass. You are stuff. Well, he didn't say it like that. He he said it in a very casual way, and that's the thing. He didn't but that's even, what I'm saying. I don't, he slides it in there. I think that that's that, that that's more. But do you think he was doing like, it purposely to make her feel bad, or that's just how he no, thinks? No, that's just how he thinks. That's, yeah, that's who he is. Yeah. And he doesn't have to play airs. No. With the version of himself that he's presenting to them, like yes, it's all a lie, but it's all kind of mixed in because parts of that are all the truth. Like that's the person he. But not even the truth wants to be. Yeah. You don't think? No, no, no. I think that, but what I think I'm trying to explain exactly what it is I mean by it. What I mean is just like I don't think it's just like oh I'm giving you the real. Like somebody will like listen. I have to tell you the harsh truth. I just think that he does not find it anything wrong. Like he's so socialized to believe that that's okay. Like he, it wasn't a thought for him. It wasn't like a oh I'm so sorry I have to tell you this. Oh, it was, was like, a, like it was like yeah. Well, I mean you used to belong to him, but now, now you, belong you belong to, to them. Him. And that's just what it is, whatever. And he's because he's saying it very nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. And part of me is just like, this fool. No wonder he starts to believe that one day she can belong to him. Yeah, you're right because, because he thinks that she's, she's something. She property, you know what I mean? And it's, it's and, and not even like a oh, I'm trying to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. It was just like a matter of fact. Well, there, here you go. Yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, on. yeah, like you know, you belong to him, right? Yeah, just that's like, right. Because you can buy humans. That's a thing. He, he's doing all that, and then he's wiping the grease off of yeah, his mouth. Just. just nasty i'm not a jor fan i'm not gonna lie didn't say um, you had to be and please don't ever i did have one more thing to say about that if you okay. were okay yeah um, please go ahead because this after this to... it's it's time for magic so kind of i mean there's there's a little bit more okay that i still want to i mean i know you like to jump the gun no that's not even jumping the gun. gun i'm just saying like something is about to go it's about to go down <laughs> not quite so okay, I had one question and then I have a quote that I want to read okay. afterwards. That's cool. Go in ahead. dealing with this, but this doesn't necessarily have to do with anything that was. I mean, something to do with what was said. Um, but I just had a really quick question. I want to talk about it because we said we will point out any mention to or reference of other women that mm-hmm. we hear. We did. Um, and Daenerys lists the lineup of her family that she never met because they all died before she was born. Mm-hmm. And the chief among which she says, "My mother died giving me birth." Up until this point, she has still not ever said her mother's name. And she brings her mother up first. So we already talked about this. I know that it probably was a hurt piece for Viserys. He probably told her that it was probably her fault. He probably brought this up a lot. Mm -hmm. With Daenerys now becoming a mother herself, I I just had a thought. And it's just like, again, just a little fleeting thought. This is not something you even have to answer. It's just a, a positive thing. And just thinking about how much she thinks of her mother now. Um, that this is happening to her. How much oh, like she doesn't now that have, she's a mother? Yeah, and like she yeah. doesn't have her mother here to to kind of guide her in this this new 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 part of her life. She doesn't have, and like she said, she's holding on to Viserys. It makes me think about it because again, like she has the memory of her mother, which she owes to Viserys. Maybe she don't like a lot of what Viserys does, but like she that's all she kind of has of her mother, and she. It seemed to me that she was raised around majority, you know, guys. Yes. You know, she, she wasn't raised around many women and girls. And I don't know. I just, it just, it really made me like, why choose to, to bring her mother up first? And then also still not even name her. Now. We know her mother has a name. I but... think it's still important. I think 
like you're saying, it's it's a hurt piece. Yeah. And there's probably a part of her that like think about like some sad shit for you. Like there's just times where you don't want to say names because saying names like those names have power. Yeah. And that power that that has over her. And in fact, I haven't said it in a long time, but I'd love to put a pin in that. <laughs> I hope we actually hear her say her name. Yeah. And I too. wonder under what context yeah. she says it in. Because yeah. if it's on some like, because I'm so fearful, I need help kind of thing, mm-hmm. that's different than I now have so much power, no one can stop me. And then she says her mother's not yeah. like it. Like when she invokes that name, yeah. I think that'll be very telling to what it is that she overcame to then be able to do that. Because I don't no, know. And right. I kind of don't, right. I'd like to not know. Just so oh, it ends I, yeah, up being saying, a surprise because I, I, I can't remember but I just off the had top another of my thought, head. Too. I'm like, her mother's name is also very similar to Rigo's name or Rigar's name. Really? So, so, so I've heard her name mother's name be pronounced Rayla or Rayla. I mm-hmm. like the latter, but it's still R H A E. Okay. And Rigar was probably named after his mother. Yes. Um, which is funny because like she's evoking all this 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 idea, which I was gonna read the next quote, um, but I don't have to. Um actually no, because I said yeah, I would and then should. I'm actually gonna continue this thought about Rayla and Rhaegar. Yes. But go ahead. Um so basically, um she wants to change the subject because Jorah's not really understanding what she's saying mm-hmm. and she 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 asked, she has a question for him. And she says, What does it mean? she asked. What is this stallion? Everyone was shouting it at me, but I don't understand. The stallion is the cow of cows, promised an ancient prophecy child. He will unite the Dothraki into a single Kalasar and ride to the ends of the earth, or so it was promised. All the people of the world will be his herd. Oh, Danny said in a small voice. Her hand smoothed her robe down over the swell of her stomach. I named him Rago. And... I wanted to get into talking about how absolutely childlike she seemed there and mm-hmm. how she didn't understand the gravity of what was happening to her because she yeah. really didn't fully understand the, the prophecy of all the things that she was taught. She wasn't taught about that. Um, but that actually is, 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 is can bring me back to the point I was trying to make before where originally I wrote down my book. I'm just like, oh, yo, like, you know, she really named this child after Rhaegar. We talked about this already. Mm-hmm. She because of the power that Rhaegar had over her life. But it's very interesting because her mother also like the same could be said. It seemed like Rhaegar was named after their mother, yeah. and she also has a very similar name. And either way, it it has power for her in her life. These are two people that she was robbed of. Basically, she was never allowed to know. She was never allowed to to be around them. And now this is a new person in her yeah. lineage that she's bringing forth and she can honor them that way but her mind does not go to her, to her mother it goes to her brother yes um and i just i don't know what that means and again it's not her fault she doesn't she doesn't no, have i mean the scene the is another reminder that yeah. she is a child we continue to forget that because of the circumstances with which she's put in and when i say mm-hmm. we i just mean like even she forgets sometimes yeah. how very childlike she is yeah. and how much she doesn't really know of the world because of the experiences that have kind of been thrust upon her yeah. were kind of put here to then go, oh, well, shoot, she she really is a kid because she, you know, she has the mannerisms yeah. and she kind of reverts back because it's just these are the things that I know. These are the yeah. safety yeah. nets that I have in place to make sure that I'm okay yeah. and Jorah, I think, has has kind of overstayed his welcome at this point. Like, he's, in this moment, has not been helpful. You haven't located my brother. 
you are not really giving me any better information here in regards to what I should be doing. And you're also kind of being very dismissive of, of the fact that like, I don't really know what's going on with my own life. Like you're basically telling me the Khaleesi like, what? Well, I mean, she did add. So, no, 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 no. Credit, I know, she I know she, no, I know she has, but like, I'm because saying she's like, so, oh, so go ahead. She's just caught up in it. She well, she 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 she's really uneducated about it. She doesn't really understand. And to her, it's just like I mean, again, she's a kid having a kid, and she's just like, well, I just thought it would be cool to honor my family this way. I didn't know it was all that. That's yeah, why they were crazy. The but crash then, course they gave her was very different. Of course. The wild part though is that she never, for any moment, not only does she like not think about her mom, but she also doesn't think about herself because again, we know that she's going to be the one to unite all these people, right? So legend yes. tells us yes. And she cannot, for even a second, start to envision at this very specific point in time that it could be her. Mm -hmm. And I, again, it just, it's so sad. Yeah. But also, that, that, that is why I think this character resonates with so many people. And I think that's why it's so difficult for a lot of people to take in anything that could be maybe not good with this game. And I mean, like, actions-wise, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I can speak for myself. I, I adore Daenerys. I do. I, I do. I also understand that Daenerys does some things that I don't agree with. Yes. And eventually. Not right now. Not right here. No, no, no. I got you. And I know what the reason the reason that it, it took me so long to be like, well, you know what? No, everything she does is right. Because again, you read this stuff and it's just, it's very difficult to be like, you want to be critical of anything this child well, yeah, does. because she's, she's getting so, her revenge. She's so, no, everything's not about revenge. Well, no, not- Because some of the stuff she does, it has nothing to do with revenge. What I'm saying is it's very difficult to be, and again, I don't want to, like, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I'm just yeah. saying for me, it's, it's hard to want anything to, to want to, to anything bad to happen to her or anything because mm -hmm. you want to be very protective of her. You know, you, you see her going through all this stuff and it's very hard to imagine that somebody that's been through all that could be capable of anything yes. harmful. Specifically yeah. because we're she's a protagonist, so we're reading, and I'm a protagonist, you, all of these characters, all of these characters, it's designed in a way that every single character that is a POV is somebody that you should have mixed feelings about no matter what. Mm -hmm. Now, there are people that... Some people, like most people, will say, okay, well, I don't like so-and-so. And those are usually people that are POV characters. Like somebody, I don't know, like Ramsey Bolton. You never get a POV from his, mm -hmm. from him. So, and, and and not to say that, I'm pretty sure there are people that like Ramsey Bolton. I can't speak for everybody. Mm. Okay, yeah. I can't speak for everybody. I'm not one of those people. But what I'm saying is it's a lot easier to hate a Ramsey Bolton than it is somebody else you know what i mean and yeah. and i'm not again also not too i'm not comparing, not comparing daenerys to ramsey bolton what i'm saying is that it's it's not as easy to condemn people that we spent intimate time with yeah. as it is with no. people that we haven't and that yeah saying. no i absolutely agree in that and in in, in reading this chapter I, you, I just see how absolutely like just like you want to hug her and you want to nurture her and you mm -hmm. want her to be okay. Yeah. So when she starts being okay, it's like hell yeah, hell yeah, do that. Mm -hmm. Then you gotta think a second sometimes, and it's, it's like, just wait, like well, you know, why? Wait, why? Not even why. Like I know why I want her to be okay, but like no, not why you want her to be okay. I mean, why do the wild boy stuff? Yeah. Yeah. 
And we'll see if it's even as wild boy as I remember feeling. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, I'm, that, that's why this continues to be so yeah, interesting it's to do. It's, yeah. You get to see stuff with very fresh eyes. And the, the version of you that you are today was not who you were yesterday. Yes. So it's all brand new. Yes. Um, yeah. In in that line, is it is it time for Swordfoot? Yeah. You go cool. ahead. Evoke his name like you say all the time. I will. Don't have to say his name three times. So That is so messed up. It's mad whack. So Dorea is always on Viserys watch. She is. I mean she has and to I'm be. And I'm not laughing because I think it's funny. I'm laughing because it's actually sad. Yeah, it's and actually I really feel bad so bad scary. for Dorea. But she's like Oh. Hey. Uh Khaleesi. Isn't that your brother over there? She don't go over there to investigate. She's like, oh. And Daenerys sees that, in fact, it is her brother. Come to the party. Finally. Finally. He is looking very raggedy. He's here in his finest soiled silks. He looks haggard. He looks a bit drunk. And he is wearing a sword at his waist. Mm-hmm. Normally, any of these things in and of by themselves would be a bad thing for Viserys because, hey, it's Viserys, but whatever, we've gotten used to the dirtball he's become. Yep. Having a sword here in Vyastoth Rock is against their customs, against their norms. You can't have no steel in here. That's a big no-no. No, no, no. We don't have still here, but he's actively going out of his way to present, hey, y'all, I'm here. I got that thing on me. I don't think he even announced. He was just swaggering in. He He was just swaggering in. And then he really had the nerve. First, he comes in. He's like kind of looking for Daenerys, but ain't nobody telling where she is. Mm -hmm. And then he sees Drogo up there because they start laughing. The cows is like busting up. They dying. Yeah. And he walks up onto the dais. He's like all the way up in a high table. And they're like, ooh, you stank, bro. Like the whack dudes, they in the back. Yeah. That's where you need to be. That was, once again, another thing of how long has Daenerys been teaching Drogo common? Oh, wow. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he has more than enough, not just to say and parrot back things, because one part of language is learning how to say a thing, but like context. Yes. And within context, he's like, yo, dog, for real. If you give me a minute, I could go get you a cart. <laughs> yeah, he starts chopping. And he like... really starts chopping. He's doing the dozens on on Viserys. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is going on so far. And there's no way that this ends well. Because remember, all. we were talking about like, hey man, remember the thing? And I'm like, because in my head, it hadn't clicked that that was, that was now. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh snap, it's over, huh? Yeah, yeah. And Viserys... To me, I'm like, well, let me see if Viserys actually gives, because I know the show gives a very different context. Uh-huh. But for the book, I'm like, I wanted to know, does Viserys give any kind of hint that, like, this is what he wants to go down? Because I think one of the bigger questions that I had coming out of the end of this chapter was, did Viserys know it was over? Did he know he was never going to get what he wanted? Hell no. Did he want to die? No. He didn't want to die then? No. Okay. <laughs> At least, I I mean, here's my thing. If you think that that's what happened, sure. I personally think that he was just drunk. Like, there's no way he would have done this had he not been intoxicated. And he just was so drunk that he got bold. And you know what it does? It makes people yeah. mad bold. So he came up it in does. there and he, he was just like, yo, guess what? 
I need to ask these questions because I've been asking other people <clears throat> to ask these questions and nobody did it. So he's walking up and like, again, they, they busting up on him. He's just like, yo. And then Jorah, Drogo's like, Jorah, come get your mans. Like, please come get your mans. Like, because we can't have it. So Jorah tries to run mm-hmm. up because Danny's like, oh my God. And Danny tells him like, please go and get him go get because him, he's going to hurt he's gonna himself. Hurt himself yeah. Like, you have to do this. I don't care if you want to or not. You have to go do this. So... Jorah goes and Viserys tries to, to <laughs> he try to fight this fool and they start tussling back and forth to which I'm just like, all right, cool. I get that you're not really supposed to lay hands on your sovereign, but like at this point, Jorah didn't give a fuck because he's pushed him on the ground. Yeah. And this is before he reached for his sword. Jorah's big as hell. Like he's so big. He could have picked his raggedy little ass up and, and took, took him, him out the tent. Really I don't have. understand why he didn't do that. Well, we know why he didn't do it. Why? Oh, well, he wanted Jorah's messy. And he wanted him to die. Yeah, Jorah's messy. He wanted him yeah. to die. He's like, oh, I know what happens next, yeah. and that's why he pushed him down. And like you said, he he weighs twenty nine pounds. You take him outside, take him outside, and, and just calm him down. Just chill out. He could have disarmed him, but he lets this little raggedy ass pull out this sword that Danny had to remind us was bought on credit. Yep, sure was. <laughs> Which I'm just like, I love it when Danny gets so like choppy in her thoughts. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing. And she's just like, I can't even with him. Like this fucking leg ass fucking sword. Earlier only got you for decoration, but go off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he pulls the sword, and that's when things get dangerous. And I know you have a quote. Yep, I sure do. Because, okay. like I said, to me, and I, and the reason why I asked about whether or not Viserys wanted to die was because of this quote. And and whether or not his frame of mind, because like you said, it, it makes us bold, but it also gives us a way to reflect on the real yeah, you're in, in a way. You're and honest. I think that there's yeah. a level of honesty in, 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 in what he begs here. Okay. So the quote goes, Viserys laughed. They can't kill us. They can't shed blood here in the sacred city, but I can. He laid the point of the sword between Daenerys's breast and slid it downward over the curve of her belly. I want what I came for, he told her. I want the crown he promised me. He bought you, but he never paid for you. Tell him I want what I bargained for, or I'm taking you back. You and the eggs both. He can keep the bloody foal. I'll cut the bastard out and leave it for him. The sword point pushed through her silks and pricked at her navel. Viserys was weeping. Viserys was weeping, she saw. Weeping and laughing, both at the same time. This man, who had once been her brother. (sighs) So, like I was saying before, I think, one, there's a thousand things to say about this. For me, the the reason why I asked the question that I did was because I'm sure that there's a, a mix of things going on here, but I think that there's a level of hysteria that he's dealing in now where it's just like well I've already passed the line how much further past do I have to go to either get what I want or come out of this somehow you know okay right but like the tail end of this leaves me with that feeling that I was talking about before which is the different Daenerys and the version that we float back and forth of Uh of I'm a part of these people. This is my tribe. I'm with them. Then it's like, hey, well, I'm remembering my family and I'm remembering my mom and I think that I'm them and I remember my brother and I want to be like my brother and I want my child to be okay. And it's Daenerys never quite really saying like one foot in, one foot out, yeah, yeah. which version she wants to be. And here I think she makes the choice. 
So here's where she goes. No, fam. That's not working for me. And I don't know her. That's it. I agree. Um, Like you said, there's a lot. Um, But I agree. This is the moment in which she's just like, yo, I have to let this go. Because mm-hmm. this is dangerous. Um, Because right prior to that quote that you read, he finally found her. And he was like, oh, I can, co- I can come talk to you. And mm-hmm. this is when she's trying to reason with him. She's like, hey, man, look, I heard you want the eggs. It's all good. You can have whatever you want. Like, it's chill. Just like, put the sword away. They don't like that. Just come and eat. Just chill out. Like, chill the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, and we'll talk most, about it, please. but whatever. And he's just like, mm, <laughs> no, they can't do nothing to me. So where where I see it as I do, I was also struck by him crying. Um, Before that, though, I think, I don't think he went in there with the intention of doing it. Mm-hmm. I think that was strictly arrogance. Like he's, he really truly believes himself invincible, a dragon and better than everybody in that room. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And he was drunk. So he had the, he had liquid courage. Right. And again, yes, it does speak to your soul. So he had all that on his spirit. I think with the tears, the more I think about it, when I'm just like, just hearing you say that, I think that that was maybe as he was saying it, he started to realize because again, the, the biggest thing that took, away from this this whole time they kept saying how dumb Viserys is and how unwilling to learn anything about these people he was and all this stuff but he knew everything like he doesn't say they're stupid city. he's like the sacred city he understands that like this he understands about the culture he understands what this stuff means to them mm-hmm. he just don't care he doesn't care at all he's just like listen I'm, I'm learned enough I listen I hear I see but I'm not gonna let, like it doesn't affect me because this is not my people this is not my shit and I need something from, like, I was supposed to get something from this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think him crying is because in that very moment, as he's pointing a sword at his only family, his only family in this world, he's realizing that he's, he's lo- like, he, he didn't go in there understanding that he's lost. But he figured it out then. He figured it out in the, as he was speaking, like, what he became. What I became on this quest to get this thing. I've lost everything and I put all my faith in this stuff, and I am desperate. Like, I need this shit to work out. I needed to because what else? What was the point? Yeah. What was the point of any of this stuff? Um, he definitely can't back down at this point. And that's what I'm saying. So he's scared. He's angry. Also, mm-hmm. when you met, like, he's big mad. He's angry. He's like, what the fuck? And, and another, another thing that's wild, pertaining to Danny, particularly when he says he bought you, but he never paid for you. I'm going to take you. And I'm going to take the eggs because the eggs are a physical thing, right? Mm -hmm. I can physically take them, but you also are a thing and you belong to me. You have belonged to me since the day that you were born. That's it. And that's all. You are mine. He didn't give me nothing for you. For me to give away my prized possession, for me to give away the thing that is almost as precious to me as these dragon's eggs, he has not given me any payment in return. That's some bullshit and I'm angry about that. You're absolutely right. And also, when he speaks, he's pointing this, this at her belly, right? And he says, I don't give a shit about these people. I don't give a shit about nothing. I'm going to take you in the eggs. I don't want this bastard, though. I don't want this bastard around, which is very funny. Because Daenerys' baby, for all intents and purposes, by legal law, is not a bastard. Mm-hmm. She is married to the baby's father. But to him, her marriage to Drogo oh, yeah. is not legitimate. That's null and void. That's not, not even null and void. It never was. Drogo is not a, he's not even a whole man, first of all. Second of all, he can't have what already belonged to Viserys. This is my wife. Yeah, you're right. So basically, he's and like, that Yo, baby, he's is, that baby and is, is not is, is not here. It's not there. And 
I want to talk a lot about this towards the end because there's something that Danny says towards the end that I really want to drive mm-hmm. home on this. So I'm going to hold off for, for now. But in just thinking about that, that's just that's how he feels. Like that baby is not Targaryen. That baby is not of me. That baby is not even whole of you. Also, he it's funny because we talk about like in the beginning of the chapter, the first thing that Danny says is like blood of the dragon. I'm the blood of the dragon. I'm mm-hmm. the dragon. Viserys always talking about how he's the dragon. Daenerys is the dragon. Her baby's a part of her. The baby should be a dragon yeah. too. No, that baby's a horse. The baby's a horse. A foal is a baby horse. Mm-hmm. So, so he's very clearly. He's just like clearly like no, we don't want that in our in our in our in our lineage. We okay. don't have no use for that. Specifically, if it's not going to give me an army. Specifically, if it's not going to give me my kingdom. Specifically, oh, yeah. if you're going to keep disrespecting. In his mind, they're it? disrespecting me. Why mm-hmm. do I need it? He wants this dumb baby. Cool, sure. He can have it. But he's not even thinking about Daenerys's wants or Daenerys's feelings or well, Daenerys's things. That was never things. important. But that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, he's crying, and 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 I understand it. And normally, Daenerys would also understand and sympathize with it. But like you said, at this moment, she's just like, wait, hold up. You're not even considering me. Yep. You also threatening, like, I, I don't give a shit. Like, you could be mad at them all you want to. But don't be mad at this child. Don't be mad at me and don't be mad at my baby. Yeah. Because we, your family. Mm-hmm. But you clearly don't see us that way, so you got to go. Exactly. So, um. So he doesn't get to do this for much longer. No. He is of a mind that he's like, I'm going to steal away into the night with you and these eggs and get away and get my army and things will be fine. Drogo sidles up, right? Did he sidle up or was he just like yelling down? Yeah, he was kind of yelling down. What is he saying? Like what's going on? Yeah, that's right. Because he's like, I don't get what he's saying. Because obviously, you know, Viserys is speaking common. He's doing it very fast. It's very frantic. specifically at Daenerys. And at Daenerys. So it's not like he's, he's catching all that. So he yells down, and and, and Jiqui, mm-hmm. I remember she's very fearful. Yep. Because she's like, she doesn't want to tell Drogo what, he's, what saying. he's saying, because she's also scared of the retribution of like, well, you're, that's, you know, shoot the messenger. Yes, yes. And, and Drogo's threatening her. I remember distinctly writing down, I don't, I, I know I don't fuck with Drogo anyway, but I really don't fuck with Drogo, because he's like, basically like he would draw and quarter Jiku, if she that did was not, her fear. that was her fear. Yes, give this fucking translation, and I'm like, what the f- what? Like, what is what kind of fear is he? What goes through your girls? head because of that? And how fearful are they yes. of her and everyone around him, like all the blur riders and shit like that? Because of oh, well, we know how fearful they well, are. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that's why I say like she's over here in hysterics because she's like, yo, I don't know what to tell him, and Daenerys is like, I, I'll tell him, mm-hmm. and it's basically like. My brother wants his crown. He's asking for what he's owed. Yep. I have a question. Cool. Shoot. Was there, at this point, any other way to deal with this? Do you think? No. Okay. Um, I came around on that, too, because I was just like, why? I thought for a while that, like, yo, maybe the... Had this been, like, the size of the procession that was with them when they were in the hut? Mm -hmm. Maybe. This is in front of 5,000 dudes. And these are all high guests. These are all men of other Kalasars. Yeah. These are dudes there in front of all of their wives. Mm-hmm. And they're watching this. They're like, ooh, how you going to deal with this, Drogo? What is going to happen? I mean, for Danny. For Danny to, for to, Danny to speak about. In particular. Because she took over the, the talking for Jiqui. Which I was like, yo, big ups to Danny for doing that. Because, mm-hmm. like, 
you know, she didn't have to do that, but she yeah. was just like, she didn't just I don't like want you to, like, you scared, because she knows at least that Drogo wouldn't do that to her, specifically mm-hmm. while she is pregnant with his child. Yes. And I know why she does it, because we just said, like, she's, I mean, at this point, Drogo, I mean, Viserys is a pathetic mess, and he is a threat to her. And she's just like, I can't continue to, to, do, to deal with this, mm-hmm. and there's no other way for me to, to do it, because she tried. Like, we see her try time and time again. Yeah, we do. To give him chances, to give him ways out to, to leave. So, at that point, but was there another way to banish him? Or Because he couldn't stay, but was death the only answer? And that's why yeah. I came. And I, I think, it yeah, came down it, it, to it, death, had was to, it. it had to be, I guess. Because they had already pushed the limit a yeah. couple times already yeah. on what they were going to do with him anyway. Uh-huh. And he made it very clear that he wasn't leaving without something. Yes. She was just like, all right, I guess we kind of have to. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And after that, you know, Drogo tells his dudes, like, yo, grip him up. They grip him up. They, like, break his wrists and his arm. They disarm him. They, you know, start holding him in place. Mm -hmm. He's doing his Drogo thing. He's like, look, this is about to happen. He can't really understand him because he's not speaking common tongue whatever. He's taking off his belt. He's about to melt down some gold so he can start doing the thing that y'all know he does. Um, and as that's going, Daenerys is very, very vividly watching Viserys' reactions. Mm-hmm. And she keeps saying to herself, this man who was my brother, the man who had been my brother. Because she, and for me, I'm just like, she keeps saying it because she can't say his name and she can't call him her brother because she has to remove herself from him. She knows that if she allows herself to think of him in any kind of of a past way or anything like that, she will probably change her mind because she loves her brother or she understands that he can't be here no more. Like, this ain't, this is not a place for him. And it's sad because, again, like I said, like, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, do I understand how Viserys got to that point? Like, Mm -hmm. here's my thing. I have a lot more sympathy in my heart for Viserys than I do somebody like Jorah. I know that's a controversial take, but I do. Like, I understand why he does. I despise I absolutely despise the way that he treated his sister mm-hmm. it was disgusting and there's no excuse for it I just I understand how he probably could have not been that way yeah um had right. other things happened and I would imagine it's the same thing for Danny feeling mm-hmm. that she's just like I I have fond memories of him I have good memories of him what he eventually starts to turn into is somebody that I just do not want in my life and we all been there we know that there are toxic people in your family, friend group, whatever, people that are close to you, that it hurts to cut out. You have to, though, sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it is more detrimental for you to continue mm-hmm. a relationship with people than to continue because yeah. it literally will kill you and your mm-hmm. spirit. And that's what she's doing here. I just, like I said, like, because I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm always saddened when it's just like, all right, well, you know, this person had to just work this person because of this. And, and again, we're, we're, yes, this is the series, and yes, people murder at, free will but like are there other ways to go about them and i'm gonna be frankly honest like again like i said i'm not advocating but i don't think that there was another way no and i don't think i definitely there was. don't think so um and daenerys feels this as well mm-hmm. i have a quote for it if no go cool ahead about please it. and it goes daenerys had gone cold all over he says you shall have a splendid golden crown that men shall tremble to behold viserys smiled and lowered his sword. That was the saddest thing that tore at her afterward, the way he smiled. And so, 
that's what I'm saying. It's just like she has to she has to be like, look, it's sad because I know if I look you in the face, and what she is, she's just like, if I acknowledge that you are somebody who used to mean something very great mm-hmm. to me, I'm going to react in a way that's not healthy for me or my child, so I can't do that. Yeah. And she y'all got to do go. that thing, and, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm really sorry, and may you rest in peace, but this ain't it, homie. Yep. And unfortunately for Viserys, the, the crown of gold that is being offered to him uh-huh. isn't one of, of prominence, not one of power. It's it's his end. Ooh, isn't that something crazy, though? Like, chasing after a crown, you killed by it, and because of it. I mean, most of the like, people that's, that's who the point chase it, right? the crown end up, end up dying. dying, right? Heavy as the head, very, as they say. Very heavy for him. Very heavy for him. Um, I do also want to point something out, too, because I, I remember that as... They were holding him down and about to like, you know, pour the molten gold because they poured the golden or they put the gold to melt the gold in the pot and they mm-hmm. pour it down. Um, as they were about to do that, Danny kind of like like because Drogo does come over and she like kind of like wraps like her arm around his waist and like they're just like kind of like Buddha watching it happen. And I'm just like, it's literally like her from hopping from one abuse train to the next. So like. Viserys, like, I'm good on that now because that's terrible, but somebody who knows nothing but, like, harsh situations is only going to be comfortable in harsh situations. And I I think that that is so... And I don't want to say this is always the case. I just... I know that it's very easy for people that are used to toxic behaviors and toxic environments Mm -hmm. to become... To leave one and sit then and to for, fall for, into for another. another one, and I, I I thought that was very interesting. Like she's just like he's dead to me, I can't deal with this no more. And she's acknowledging now that that was bad for her, but now she booed up on Drogo, who is not really better. No, to be honest, no, um, you're, now, you're right. You know, and I I don't know how you felt about that, but that really struck me. Like that image of her coming up and like them just being like literally like posted up like a couple. They are a couple, oh, a couple, but I'm saying like they were posted up like, and she like slapped her hand like like you would see like her laying her Once her, again, head, her head on his chest. It's, it's, and, like, a, it's a comfort. Yeah, thing. it was. Just, She's comforted by by the safety that that, that Drogo provides her. Yeah. Um. So I have a quote about the actual act of it itself, and mm-hmm. we can talk about that as well. Yeah. Okay. So after Drogo comes over and Danny is now solid in her decision to allow this to happen to her brother which to be fair was probably going to happen anyway but i think she does hold some responsibility like for herself like she's just like all right like i feel like Drogo was going to do that anyway probably but mm-hmm. i don't know maybe we can discuss whether or not she would stop i don't think she wanted to but if she wanted to i'm, I'm not sure but anyway Viserys began to scream the high wordless scream of the coward facing death he kicked and twisted, whimpered like a dog and wept like a child, but the Dothraki held him tight between them. Sir Jorah had made his way to Danny's side. He put a hand on her shoulder. Turn away, my princess, I beg you. No. She folded her arms across the swell of her belly, protectively. I think that's just it. At that moment, she was just like, yo, Rago, more important than Viserys. Well, yeah, she had fully come to understand that the safety and protection that she's going to get isn't going to come from Viserys any further or any longer, rather. 
and anything that he could have done up to that point would have been cool had he not come in here and continued to just straight show his ass. Um, and she had to move away from it. Well, that and also, I mean, like specifically her putting her hand over her belly. Mm -hmm. She understands that her brother, like she was fine with him doing all of that stuff to her. She felt protected enough by Drogo right now, but like her, him specifically threatening her child that she knows at any point, at any given point, if she turned her back, he would probably try to murk. She wasn't trying to have that. Mm -hmm. That baby would always be a threat to him. Because here's the thing. Let's say you give birth to this baby who now they call the Stallion Master World. He has Targaryen. And it's literally what Rob Baratheon fears is real. Because they would be more likely to listen to that baby than to Viserys. Oh, one And Viserys is just like, oh, no. Viserys what? is already in, in the, the nosebleed section. He nah. about to be inside the stadium. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So she's just like, there's no way that I can trust him around. Nope. He kind of has to go. Yeah. Mm. Um. That's wild. Sunrise, and sunset. Sunrise, sunset. We're going to make one, too, just so yeah, you know. We definitely need We're gonna to. We're going to start doing that. We're I need to make, know the like, actual date, and I need to know his name. Is he Viserys, like, two or three? He would have been three. He would have been three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we definitely are doing doing sunrise, sunset. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he, he dead, y'all. I yeah, mean, he's there gone. was more to it, but, like, it's basically they poured the metal over his head. He fell and he was screaming and Danny watched it. And then it was done. Because she had to. Mm -hmm. And she had to. And and that's the thing. When you ask about that, like, do you think she made sure that she watched it because she had to carry that guilt with her? Not even carry that guilt. Like, she needed to know for real, for real, that it was happening. And I mean. She needed to. I mean, I guess maybe there's a part of her that needs to be reminded that, that that's a reality. Like, that could happen. Not hmm. to her. Yeah. But it could happen to other people who get yeah. in the way. Yeah. Why can't it happen to her? I mean, straight up. And I'll read this quote. He was no dragon, Danny thought curiously calm. Fire cannot kill a dragon. Yeah. She's she's fire reborn. <laughs> so that shit don't bother her. And she knows now moving forward that any kind of danger that would come her way will kind of be like swatted off because like there's something special that follows her or that she embodies um like you said there's safety that she gets from drogo but mm -hmm. even more so there's safety that she gets in having drogo's son inside of her and even more than that there's safety that she gets in her Targaryen lineage, her heritage is the power that will sustain her moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, this this was definitely a better way to end a Daenerys chapter than what yeah. we've gotten in the past. Like usually, it ends on like a mad nasty note. Not saying that yeah. Viserys' death is that like there's nastiness in in of itself. But it was there. Daenerys specifically like claiming yeah something for herself this was her being able to make decisions kind of for her yeah that like for her own well-being yeah instead of it being thrust upon her it being a choice or being something she has absolutely no opportunity to have any kind of like yeah. say in gotcha question last question yeah last Go question ahead. and we can end on this note when she says that fire can't kill a dragon is she speaking of herself or Rhaegal 
or is she spe- or is she just speaking specifically being like, well, Viserys wasn't ever the answer either way. Like maybe she's not thinking of either one of them. So I don't. No, I definitely think she's thinking of her because she says okay. at the top of the chapter she's the dragon. She told us, ah. and she says again in the middle of the chapter she's still the dragon. Yeah, yeah. She said it right then. She said, "Fire can't kill a dragon." I'll let y'all figure that out. Okay. Yeah, she's okay. the dragon. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. It's her. <laughs> I mean, we know. That's why I said there was nothing but foreshadowing this entire chapter. Yeah, we know that. Like this again, whole chapter. I'm just... sitting here talking about Rego like he won't be a thing, but like <laughs> we already know who it is. <laughs> sorry, Rego. Yeah, my we'll, bad. We'll have your shirt ready when it's your time. Sure will. But anyway, sorry to Viserys. Sorry to that man. I um, mean, I guess he got what was coming to him. He did. Someday, hopefully, it will also be Jorah too. But you know. One can only wish and hope and pray. Um, People going, I'm like, I hate this fucking show. They're so terrible. I mean, we are. We're terrible to and if you so feel, many people. If you feel bad for Jorah or Drogo, God bless. I mean, I like I said, I am not in the business of telling people who to be cool with or who they like or who they not because I know I am not receptive to people telling me my face ain't shit. So. Oh, well, I'm not because... I mean, you stay telling me my face ain't shit, though, so... They not. <laughs> anyway, this has been a fun episode. Really I've had been. a ton of fun uh, doing that with you again this week. Always, always. It's always cool to kind of move through some of these thoughts and get a chance to talk about what we think is the cool stuff. I know next week we have Aria coming at us. Is it Aria again? It's definitely Aria again, so it's time for some scrappy-doo back at you. Uh, she always getting up to something wild, y'all. She is. Hopefully, we'll see whether or not she knocks down the princess this time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just really can't get over the fact she knocked Tommen on his ass. That's the best. She really did, but she wouldn't dare. Marcella. <laughs> well, Daenerys, we wish you the best of luck. Um, this was a very she don't need our luck anymore. She doesn't baby shower. She but... doesn't overcome. She's just like there yeah. you go. I mean, we got like. Two more like sad hurdles for her, and after that, it's it's, it's just all... it's nothing but up. Everything's coming up, Daenerys. Everything's coming up, Daenerys. Well, I had fun with this. I did too. If y'all would like to join in on the conversation, you can always you know hit us up on the socials, follow us on Twitter, yeah, at you know Made in Vault Pod, or you can hit us up at our email address, which is the Made in Vault Pod at gmail we always would like to hear your thoughts, feedback, and comments. Um, I'm still waiting on that Jane chapter that I requested. Probably just, I'm going to write it myself. That's what's going to happen. We're going to do a live reading. We're definitely not going to do a live Let reading. Let us know if y'all want live readings. Like, seriously. My fan fiction is bad. <laughs> People will probably like to hear it, though. Yeah, maybe. Well, if you'd like to hear it, as always, you can hit us up. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast at your favorite podcasting place. And we'll be back at y'all next Monday with another episode of The Maiden Vault. Yes, yes, yes. Thank All right, y'all. y'all. See you. See you.